0: This episode of the Link Up Podcast is brought to you by Moody & Co. CBD is everywhere these days, from supplement and nutrition stores to gas station displays. With so many options, how can anyone make sense of what to buy, how to properly dose, or trust in the quality and purity of the products? Luckily, our friends at Moody & Co. have all your bases covered. Moody & Co.'s products started their life, hand-grown, and cultivated following strict organic growing practices in the fertile soil of the West Tennessee Delta. Each hemp plant was hand-planted on their family-operated farm, fed only high-quality organic nutrients, and finished their life free of any toxic pesticides and sprays. Moody & Co.'s world-class extraction and manufacturing partners are FDA-grade and CGMP-compliant, so you can be sure each and every product is of the highest quality. What about potency and purity? Each of Moody & Co.'s products is third-party, lab-tested, before and after the manufacturing process, and the tests are available for you right on their website. Their website is www.moodyand.co. I'll spell that for you. That's www.moodyand.co. How about that for transparency? Dosing instructions are on each bottle and their tinctures feature graduated droppers so you can be sure you are taking exactly what you need. With all the uncertainty about what goes into the products that go into you, you can rest easy with Moody & Co. CBD. Available at www.moodyan.co, or on the shelf in Memphis and Oxford, Mississippi locations of Nail Bar & Co. Once again, I'll spell that website for you. It's www.moodeand.co. And now to our episode.
1: Clay, I just want to say thank you so much for being here on a Friday. And you flew, what, six hours today? Seven hours?
2: We started at 8 a.m. Oh, that's right. You had to leave your
1: hometown, go to Denver. And then you're actually the first guest that's flown in to record an episode.
2: Yeah, well, you're my boy.
1: Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. I'm glad we got it worked out. Yeah. uh, Because I was telling you, I didn't know the dates of the thing. And, you know, I'm glad we got it worked out. And you guys came Earlier or whatever it was, but we been so we are. busy.
2: Like every, like we literally had to sit down at the counter and go, what's happening this weekend? What's mm-hmm. happening this weekend? And then yeah, we're, it's about to slow down a little bit, but.
1: So what's, the, what's so busy? Like, what are y'all, what are y'all doing? That's so busy. Like, is it the performances and so, stuff you all do?
2: Uh, we had a, a big conference called men's events. And then after that was campus days, campus days. And we're doing a free course giveaway for people that want to hear about the Bible college. And uh, my team was split. Um, I worked a five a.m. Sh- uh, shift with a couple other people, and then the other team worked till seven. So we had um, over fifty thousand signups for the free free course giveaway. Yeah. And uh, y'all cool if we pray before we just get, get rolling? Is that the first time y'all you ever, you ever pray? On? Sure, go ahead. Is it good?
1: <laughs> yeah, might burn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good possibility. Starting
2: to smell like smoking here. Is that Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, let me pray for us. Thank, uh, Father God, I just thank you so much for this time with my friends here, and just that we just give this time to you, and uh, just, I just pray, God, you just have your way here in this moment, and uh, God, we just love you, and we thank you, Jesus, for what you've done for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's
1: roll. I appreciate that. Thank you. I didn't catch on fire, so I might be doing something right.
2: Yep.
0: <laughs> have you always been religious?
2: I got saved when I was eight years old. Okay. I grew up in a Christian home. And um, was I was a pretty good kid, and then uh, I was a part of a ministry that was very legalistic. If you don't know what that means, it just means that they take the word and pretty much beat you over the head with it, and you have to live a certain way. And like this, the the rules take um, precedent over relationship. And so uh, that church split, and it uh, kind of sent me on a spiraling course. You know, it's kind of well, I, I was as good as I could possibly be ever. And I, that didn't work out and kind of blew up my face. And I just felt really separated from God. And that was about 20 years of what I call the prodigal season. That's when we became friends.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you were, you did that from until so you were 28? Say it again? You were in that church till so you were 28? No, oh.
2: I, it was, um, uh, I graduated high school and then two years, they had a Bible college there. And I went to that Bible college and, and then... I turned 21 and that was, it was like game on. Yeah.
0: So is it like you grew up so strict that when you got free, you just like a dog got loose?
2: Yeah. And I think, you know, you know, I grew up, I, mean, I love my parents. My parents are great. And, um, just both of them, like we'll be with them in a couple of weeks back in Mississippi and they're amazing. But, uh, I think, I don't know we're, you know, Katie and I have conversations about like, what is, how do we raise our kids? Right. You know, that's a big you know, conversation. And we are always kind of dialoguing about how to raise um, her son. And, but uh, it's, I think there's, there's something to um, training children in a way where they have a choice and they think about what's happening versus like just being told. Because I can think of a lot of people that grew up in a church setting and they didn't really have an opportunity to choose. And then once they got to, they didn't have like the skill sets to, I think that for me anyway, I didn't have the skill sets to be able to make. Good decision, because I've just been told, no, you can't do this without a reason.
0: Yeah. Mm.
1: So when did, so like, when did you meet, like, when did you guys meet?
2: We met like a year and a half ago. Does that sound about right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <trying to> <laughs> uh, both of us had been through um, uh, divorce and, um, you know it was a real tough season kind of for both of us as we kind of came together. I, I was like, I got divorced and was like, I'm not dating. I'm not even looking, I'm not even accepting applications for a year. I'm done. I'm like, just let me just get my life back together and then just pursue God in that time. And we had a mutual friend because, uh, you know, Katie went to Karis. I graduated from Karis and we had a mutual friend. Karis is the Bible college. And, um, uh, we had a mutual friend that went to school too. And she was like, Hey Clay, uh, hear you're single now. And you know, this is my friend Katie and I was looking at some of the pictures that she sent me and um, I have a I had created a list of the things that I will never fight about again this I say it in a different way but
3: <laughs> <laughs> for the
2: sake of the podcast and uh, but yeah the things I won't never fight about again I think you know once you grow up into a certain like you know who you are like at 18, 19, 20 you really don't have a clue who you are. But you grow into like, you know, like I am, I'm going to be outside. I'm going to do adventure. You know, you've seen me do all the mountain stuff. And, uh, but, um, that was one of the pictures that, um, our friend Tiffany sent. It was Katie on top of a 14er. If you don't know what a 14er is, it's uh, one of the mountains here in, uh, well, in Colorado and other places, but it's a mountain that's 14,000 feet or taller. We call them 14 for short. And so sure enough, there's a picture of Katie, uh, on top of a 14er and I was like okay all right she's hot and she climbs mountains so uh when january rolls around cuz it was octoberish when that kind of happened um and i said well when january rolls around then i'll i'll reach out and try to meet up with her
1: so that was going to be the year january first yeah, yeah. was the year
2: yeah mm-hmm.
1: but what issue was taken by then then gonna... it had been
2: it had been a thing cuz i was yeah. just trying to, and i was really sticking to my guns about it just cuz mm-hmm. i just really wanted to have like a real sober approach and not and just be good with me and God being alone and that, and not having like to I didn't want to have to need somebody I felt like that was kind of the the you know I just want to have peace and I really wanted God to orchestrate uh, something really divine in my in my next marriage and and uh, well this one over here didn't have patience.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to
4: chime in now? Yes. <laughs> yes. Accurate.
1: Yeah, yeah. You gotta keep your story <laughs> accurate. Yeah. For
2: all you people in the back, she was a stalker.
1: Uh,
3: <laughs> she was like hey.
1: sending you like DMs.
3: Like hey, oh, no, no, no. Do you a I did my DM's research Facebook? first. <laughs>
4: Definitely did my research first. Mm-hmm. So, but then I'm like, why is this guy not reaching out to me, just even to talk to me? So, yeah, I blew that up real quick. It was mm-hmm. like, hey.
2: It was Thanksgiving Day. Was, mm-hmm. I've got a buddy in uh, Jackson. I was in Mississippi visiting my family, and uh, he's an amateur strongman. Uh, and does a bunch of competitions and things like that, but he's got like, you know, throwing kegs and throwing sandbags and, and stuff like that. And so I was just hey, I'm gonna come over, we're gonna do some workouts and just have a good, you know, uh, Thanksgiving day. So we posted pictures and it was like where you throw the beanbag through like a field goal. Mm, I did, yeah. You know?
1: So yeah, I didn't know. Man,
2: exactly what I, 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 I had so, it looks so much easier in a video than when you throw I think I was throwing thirty five or forty pound bags. Like
1: overhead and, back, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, like yeah. He was
2: um, launching it like Way over and I was barely getting over like a basketball goal.
1: <laughs> well, I seen the videos you posted. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember I remember this and I was like, damn, what are they doing? That's why I sent you a message. What um, the fuck <laughs> are y'all doing out there, man? Like <laughs> you're like, dude, we're doing this like call a competition thing he does. And I was like, Oh, is that like the keg toss thing mm-hmm. and like world strongest man? And you're mm-hmm. like, Yeah, pretty much. I was yeah. like, Oh, that's pretty cool.
2: Yeah. And he's he, he was a friend of mine that we just used to jam back in the day. And uh but yeah, so that was Thanksgiving. I posted those videos and um and then what'd you say in the
3: what did I say?
1: Is this a, did, this is a true question? You have no. to know what she said. I'm <laughs> trying to remember what he
4: said. I just yes. remember commenting. It was yeah. something
2: along the lines like, Thanksgiving Day, no breaks, you're dedicated to uh,
4: fitness. Get it. That's yeah. what I said. Good oh job,
1: yeah, That's right, because you were doing hearts 75, or you just finished hearts 75, and you're doing, waiting your three months for the next phase of yes. hearts 75, right? That's when
2: we were... Oh, yeah.
1: I think yeah, something yeah. like that. You were, like, shredded. Mm-hmm. I remember you posting pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I may have saved them. I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely uh, did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: 75 hard. But, uh, yeah. Because I think it really worked out was I just finished the, the first 75, mm-hmm. uh, 75 hard. Um, yeah. I, f- I lost that weight, but I found it.
1: <laughs> well, you're in a marriage, so, dude. Like, you this know, is
2: happy way. that's right. That's what I'm saying. You yeah. yeah. better be happy. That's way. What you tell me better
1: be
0: happy, way, right? Way. Uh, <laughs> what do you think about that program?
2: 75 Hard. Yeah. From, And I was talking to somebody um, just in Messenger because I see a lot of people, hey, who's done 75 Hard? And anytime I see somebody post that, I'm like, I just chime in. It's like, here's how you win. You know, if you don't know what it is, it's two 45 minute workouts each day. One has to be outside, they have to be two to three hours apart. So you can't like do cardio. And then mm-hmm. jump into weight. So you have to split it up. Uh, drink a gallon of water a day. Read 10 pages in a book. No Audible. You have to actually read 10 pages. Um,
4: There's a lot. You diet. No alcohol. You have to pick a diet. No, no, no
3: alcohol. alcohol.
2: You have to choose a diet so you can do keto or whatever. I did bulk but no and no cheat meals. So you can do a bulk, but it can't be like a dirty bulk. You can't be like, you know,
1: McDonald's, oh, yeah.
2: shakes and stuff like that. So I chose to do a bulk diet and just logged everything with my fitness pal and... Yeah. That really helps keep you like when you're hitting your protein, you can shred even. high protein.
1: Mm-hmm. Loved, the higher the protein, in your meal, the more likely you can lose weight. If that's what your goal yeah. is like already, mm-hmm. you know, like you'll lose fat mm-hmm. and you'll gain muscle. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I loved it. So you, the, the, the question is I was going through so much and I was like, really just kind of rediscovering um God again. I mean, not that I, I was separated from him, but I was just, Understand who God was in a different way spiritually, but the 75 Hard was something I could focus on physically. Like while God was healing my heart and just re- like kind of renewing my mind, stuff, so the 75 Hard gave me something physical to do, like put my hands to and be like, all right, today I'm, I mean, you got to get up early. It's really a time management, if anything, and getting the gallon of water down. People that drink wa- a gallon every day, I mean, you're, you're, you're having to plan to pee.
1: yeah because like the first couple days when you start like when you're drinking a gallon a day you have to pee like every 10 minutes or whatever it is right yeah but then like after like the first like six days or seven days like you do not it's not as frequent yeah but like you still gotta pee a lot you gotta plan yeah i'm like
2: 40 minutes from you know Mm -hmm. at the time i wasn't i was five minutes Mm -hmm. uh, from work
1: so do you so did you overall did you like it i loved it It really. You completed uh, all three phases, right? It's
2: called live hard when you do the whole year. Mm -hmm. And so you can start phase one immediately, like day 76, you can start the the next phase. And that's where you do all the same things. And then you introduce five-minute cold showers. And my first one, like I've done ice baths before, but I find ice baths to be easier than a cold shower because when you commit to an ice bath, you're just in it. You get the shock. And then with a cold shower, though, you
1: can move. And then you get cold again. So I turned my water down. I turned my heat down. Uh, I think it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. By acting. No, like, I didn't intentionally try to do this. Okay. <laughs> so, like, it was really hot. And I was like, ah, oh, it's hot. So I got out of the shower. And I was like, so then I was like, turn it down a little bit. And I got back in there. And it was like really, really cold. And so I just jumped back like this. And I tried to fix it again really fast. And then, ah, oh, it's good. Then I got cold again. Like, yeah. I fucked my shower, man. I hate that thing. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Like the gauge is broken or something on uh, that thing. It's always uh, cold. <laughs> yeah. But what is the benefits of the cold, cold thing, the there's cold showers like, and stuff? It's supposed to help your heart or something s- like that. Tony
2: Robbins talks about it. A guy named Ben Greenfield. Y'all you know who he is? Mm-mm. He's got a book called Boundless, and it's like forty three hours if you listen to the whole audible. Um, but there's just things where like um, it boosts your immune system. If you have uh, insomnia, if you take a cold shower before, it'll help you go to sleep faster. Um, it's supposed to. Um, the myelin sheath in your brain, supposed to strengthen that too. There's like all kinds of benefits to cold showers. And, and then I think the, the reason why I did, I, I was doing like these 30 days before I found 75 hard, I was doing these 30 day challenges. I just would just, I don't know if you remember seeing that. I did. Like I did. No sugar for 30 days. As close to vegan as I could possibly be for 30 days. Cause I just want to see, you know, and now just, um, I'm, uh, at the time, I I've kind of dialed back a little bit of my reading, but I was trying to read fifty two books a yeah, year. Yeah,
1: you were reading a shitload, man. Yeah. I remember that.
2: Uh, just things are a little bit different right now. I'm not this this year. I'm not going to hit fifty two, but I'll still try to get a bunch. But when you read a whole bunch, it gives you more ideas. And um, I saw this guy on YouTube talking about um, cold showers, and I was like, I'm not because I kept reading in different books where I'd see ice, you know, cold therapy and things like that, and I was like, I'm not doing that. Stupid but um i saw this guy on a youtube i can't remember what it's called but um he said when you uh willingly put yourself in uncomfortable situations which a cold shower is then when life throws you uncomfortable situations then you'll be able to like take the shock and then be able to navigate faster through it and so i was like oh all right 30 days cold uh, ice bath
1: so how long was your ice bath I'd I'd go five to seven minutes. So the, do you feel it the entire time, or like once you're in, like it it, it doesn't it get better, or like it's I, like being I, in a pool. Your body
0: adjusts to it. How's yours you going? Go? It's good. Yeah, I actually just bought a cold plunge. Did you? Oh, cool. Yeah,
1: I saw a little tub there. I, I was like, it. oh, beer trough. I was like, no, I it's <laughs> not fucking <laughs> beer trough. I, love I was it. like.
0: Like it, is, it, it helps it, with inflammation, too. Yeah. So, like, you recover faster from, like, a hard workout or something? Yeah. Is that what that is? But I think it does help with the mental toughness because yeah. you got to tell yourself not to quit and not to get out. Mm-hmm. How like long? It's, I read that you're supposed to do three minutes, like, four times a week.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Three minutes, four times a week. So,
0: damn. It does, like. Some people go higher. Yeah. Like, longer,
1: like, yeah. duration of day. That's what I was
2: doing. I was like, how long can I stay in here and not, like. You know, I, I would wait till like the shivers would come, but my hands and feet—I I mean, that's when I, I'd have to get them out sometimes. Yeah, it, like burns. But I could be totally submerged until the like the shivers came, and then, you
1: know. Have y'all seen the the ones that you like? They're like little cones like this. They're pretty tall, and like you fill it up, and it keeps the water cold. I don't think you need, I mean, obviously you need ice, but I think it keeps it cold for like 24 hours, like mm-hmm. a certain degree, like it's like really weird looking, mm-hmm. but it's like super, super expensive. That's why I didn't buy it But I was looking into it, yeah. but it was like three or four grand. Like, oh my gosh. so it's like, think of like a Yelly, a Yeti cooler, you know, how it keeps ice for like three weeks. If you don't open it, it's something like that, but for like what that these two guys do.
0: They just like, have it. They have a chiller. Mm-hmm. You can just put a chiller in there and that's what mm-hmm. keeps the water at a certain temperature.
1: Because oh, a lot
0: of people don't want to get ice because ice gets expensive. Yeah, But I bought these like molds, they big block molds, mm-hmm. so that's what I'm going to start using now. Right. So you just drop the whole thing in there and then mm-hmm. lay mail and make another one? Yeah, I think I'm going to buy like, a, uh, like an outside cooler. You can get a freezer. deep freezer. Yeah.
2: And you just unplug it before you get in.
0: Oh, yeah, I've seen people do mm-hmm. that too. Yeah. yeah,
2: That's the... just get one used and make sure you unplug it before
1: you <laughs> Oh, you're going, to, you're going to get
0: a deep freeze to keep your ice in.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay, you're yeah. talking about something. Oh, you use the, the deep freeze that has the actual Yeah, he puts, you put the water, plug it in.
0: Oof, man. Okay, there's a lot of stuff on you. I mean, that's why like people that say they can't figure anything out, you're not looking hard enough because mm-hmm. everything's online pretty much nowadays.
2: You, yeah, you want to be spoon fed.
0: Yeah. Perfect. We're not, we're not going to go into that example because I, know, I cannot talk about
1: that. I actually have somebody that listens to the podcast. That's uh, you can't talk about what I can't talk about it. <laughs> you always ask for help. No, no, no. I do, I do. But I mean, this is legit help. Okay, it's like I couldn't get my tent closed the other day, so I asked my neighbor, "Hey, do you know how to close this kind of tent?" He's it's like, a pop
0: up self popping tent. How hard is that? <laughs> well, I didn't know. Like, how does the first? <laughs> so look, so look. <laughs> like, you
1: know what you know what I'm talking about? You just take like, the band off. You could have called me. You know, I well, we no, got like, so I figured it out. Like we were, he didn't. We were trying to figure it out while we we're back there. And then I just, I was like, you know what? I think you hold it like this, and you just bend like bent in, and then you go like this or something like that, and it worked. He's like, oh, hey, look, you got it. And we was like, hey, let's not undo this thing now, Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> so then he he threw over from his yard a big like seven sleeper like you know like with the poles you know, and it literally took him like it took us like seven seconds to set it up. I was like, damn. I was like, and he has a tarp thing set up at the bottom, like it's built into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, this is so cool because the one I have, I have to I have to go buy a tarp because it said uh, make sure you use a tarp because mm-hmm. it, the ground may seep through or something. I don't know, yeah. I man. I don't fucking know.
2: Footprint is what they call them. You put that down first and then put the tent on top yeah. of it. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Well, the YouTube I was watching, I saw a guy put a tent down. I mean. Uh, are
2: you going cool. camping? Are you, I am going camping tomorrow. Are you training? Are you training? Are you going to come do a 14 tender with me?
3: <laughs> no, I,
0: you know, is that the one? Is that the way? Okay, no, no, no. Wait. Is I that, do have Colorado on my list, though. Is that the
1: one where you when you're walking up, do you like walking into the clouds? Yeah, that's the 14. Is that the one you saw the picture of him on?
4: I mean, there's 58 multi, like those 14-ers. Saw her on the
1: picture. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you, picture. oh, OK. Sorry.
3: Yeah. But you know what so I'm talking about, Clay?
1: I always tag you in that one. When I, when I see it. I was like, hey, is that the one? Is that the one by your house or something like that? Like, you mean I think Pike's so. Peak? I mean, I don't know.
0: Isn't don't, that a movie?
4: Oh, <laughs> my goodness.
1: Yeah, there's 58 of them, you know,
4: in Colorado. You know he's done all of them, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: How long does it take you to get up a mountain?
2: It depends. Like, different, have, different ones have different mileage. Like, Pikes Peak is the longest. It's a marathon. They have a Pikes Peak marathon every year. So it's 26 miles round trip from the, the front side of it.
1: Is it elevator taking you back down? Huh? Is that like an elevator or one of those little sky bridges that take you back down?
2: Yeah. If you fall and hurt yourself, helicopter comes. With you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'm being serious. Like, do you have to walk back down 20 fucking six
2: miles? Yeah. Well, it's 13 up and then 13 Oh,
1: okay. Up. I thought it was 13. Okay. But,
2: so there's a few of them. You can, like, drive up. Pikes Peaks, one. You can, you can drive all the way up or take the train up. And uh, Mount Evans is in the Denver area. And uh, you can drive up to it and.
1: There's one in Little Rock called Lookout Mountain or something like that. Or Pinnacle. Pinnacle Mountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yep. I'm that's actually one- gonna... uh, it's that's a winner.
1: That's a yeah. one. <laughs> 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 no, because like my friend said she goes I, was, I asked because she she went out there once, I think it was last year, and I was like, hey, where are those photos from? Like you look really you know, she's mm-hmm. not like super high, but you know, it look looks cool. <laughs> and she was like, Oh, it's in Little Rock and i completely forgot about it. And then I asked her again about it, I thought I downloaded um that app when you can get the all trails or something mm-hmm. like that. Yep. And uh, I started looking into it. I think I'm gonna go to Little Rock next weekend.
2: Are you I, that's on the list? I'm gonna take oh. her. We got a bunch of friends there.
1: Is that place still open that you used to work Chabachi. at? Chabachi, Chabachi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. man, that's neat. Yeah, it's still open. Do the same people still own it? Uh,
2: uh, Blair bought it from I think I'm I'm not really sure how it all yeah. Went, uh, Suzanne, I think she still works there, and that yeah, it's been a little bit since yeah.
1: Uh, When's the last time you've been out back there?
2: A funeral. Had a friend die, and that's, you know, we just lived very crazy lives, you know, and I just thank God all the time that, that we're still here. And I mean, we could just,
1: you know, you're absolutely right about that because one, we were doing some reckless shit, okay, 100%. I mean, we can't not all say caps. we didn't, right? All caps reckless. Right. <laughs> for real, for real. But like, <laughs> FR, FR. But like, no, but like, you know, but then the draw, this is going to sound really dumb, but I'm still going to say it. The drugs were well, safer. Now. The drugs were safer back then. Yeah. I just feel they mm. were. Like on the, the rolls, you know, and the X we were taking mm-hmm. or X we were taking and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like you could actually go to what the, remember the website pill it was a pill doctor or pill pill something and you, you look know, it up. And all these things were in Europe already, so they there was a website you could go to and see exactly what was in your the pill when it came to America. Mm.
2: I can't remember the website, but yeah.
1: Yeah. And like video. we just look it up and then, you know, now in in big festivals, like the ones in Vegas and are all around the world, they have the dance safe people at these big festivals. And even even the smaller ones, dance safe is there. So usually they do these events in where city in cities or counties where the law enforcement law enforcement is less, you know, they don't, you know, strict. they're less strict. So they, if you're actually getting tested, they're not going to, they're not going to bust you, mm-hmm. you know, right away mm-hmm. as you're getting tested. But, um, Fentanyl. Fentanyl has fucked the game up.
2: I mean, people are dying. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just, I, I mean, we're just grateful to be here, Mm -hmm. right, boys?
1: (laughs) Well, Tony never, Tony never did like cocaine and stuff like that. No, -uh. Mm no. I saw what he looked like. (laughs)
0: like, (laughs) Is this something you want to talk about?
2: No, I'm I'm just. We just. We talk about whatever.
0: But yeah. I like he like loves it. Like he gets like an erection talking about drugs. Yeah. (laughs) It's sad. We're just talking about it. Uh, But it's like a highlight point of your life and it's not, or at least in my opinion, it should not be.
2: This is what I've kind of, you know, like I've been sober 10 years from all that crazy stuff. And you know what? I think the, the main thing that like what I would miss about any of that is the relationships. Because, like, you know, you're with that person, you know, group of people for so long, and if you act right and you're not, like, <clears throat> off the rails or anything like that, you just kind of run together. That's, I mean, we're still boys after all this. You know, that's yeah. why I was like, when you called me, I was like, we were going skiing the weekend that you wanted to do it, like, in January.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I can't, yeah, man. Let's look it for.
2: Somewhere out in the, you know, and that gave us time to. You know, I, I, I'm just I, It's an honor to be here with y'all and stuff. So, so, yeah, I mean, I. You know, I sometimes still have dreams like that I've like did something, you know, and I wake up like, oh, good. I don't live like that anymore. But like the, the, the grueling side effects, to all of that, I don't miss that at all. But the relationship pieces. Yeah. And, you know, I think for me, this is what I like. Somebody interviewed me in another podcast and they were asking, like, why do you think that you were a prodigal and, you know, you knew who God was and then you went so far? know down the path of you know drugs and everything else <clears throat> it was a misplaced adventure and i think about like all the like mountains and stuff like there's healthy outlets that um, that we i mean we love skiing there's just ways to get you know um a better rush and going as fast as you can on the snowboarder skis uh down a mountain
3: and
4: falling on your face
3: <laughs> she did was <laughs> it hard
4: Oh, yeah, it feels, what did Taj say when he fell? He goes, I hit a rock. I'm like, no,
3: that's
1: just ice. <laughs> we, we, took it, we took him
2: out for his first run. We're trying to get
1: him, like. Like, into it? Yeah. yeah.
2: We really wanted him to share, share in that uh, love of the mountains that way, too. But, yeah, so um, he, had, he had, like, a little leash. and It was, like, 10 feet, and so I was giving him, you know, like, enough speed to where he kind of, could kind of feel it. And if you've never been on skis before, you say pizza or french fry. Pizza, you turn your. Mm. Tips your skis in, so you make a pizza or French fry. That's going to make you accelerate. So pizza, French fry, pizza, and that's how you kind of control your speed. And so, I was just kind of running behind him, telling him, pizza, French fry, and he really wasn't getting that very
3: <laughs> well. Like,
2: <laughs> but he was loving like going really fast, like as I was running down, you know, like with him, like on one of the kitty runs. But mm-hmm. uh, I looked behind to see where you were, and the second I turned around, his skis crossed over, and he caught an edge, and that's when. Uh, The edge of your ski. Your face meets the ground. Yeah, you were Mm -hmm. standing and then you were on the ground Mm -hmm. in like a second. And uh, he was just covered in snow. And my face feels like it hit a rock. (laughs) It's like, do you want to go? He's like, no, let's go again. I was like, that's it, boy. Yeah. (laughs) Fun times. But, yeah, man, you know, I think a lot of that's misplaced adventure. And, uh, you know, when I think about, you know, all those times – um I just it just goes back to Jesus for me because everything that I was wanting in all those times was just to have peace and to have like a sense of purpose and um you know back then I was you know I wanna be rock star slash bar star, and that was purpose, but it just you know it just was always empty at the end of the day going on, you know, so
1: yeah, do you still play music, yeah? I remember, we, we, that's how we came. Remember remember we went to uh folks folly and then we ended up going downtown for like it was me and you and me you and John and we, and Sarah was like I need you guys back in. I need you <laughs> back by. I need you back by. She said like I want you home at 11. I'm looking at the clock on my phone, on my my watch and I'm like it's 8:50. I mean, I mean it's it's I mean it's 9:05 or something whatever. Uh-huh. I was like, and she wants us back at 11. I mean, John, by the time we get there, we're going to have to turn right around and come back. And he yeah. was like, Clay wants to go see Marcus. I was yeah. like, Rise, ride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's ride, boys. Let's ride. And we, and I remember we ended up leaving, and we ended up le- only leaving at 11.15 or 11.20. <laughs> we still made it back. Yeah, we made Way it back. Way better than our history. Yeah, yeah.
2: There's <laughs> another Memphis sunrise. Look he at was that. like, he
1: goes, he goes, he goes. So John goes, Man, if you don't fucking take me back, you motherfuckers can stay and I'm getting I'm getting in an Uber because I am not dealing with this. I was like, man, man, man. I was like, man, I was like, dude. I was like, okay, 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 we can we can go. It's like we told her eleven. It's now eleven thirty and we still downtown Memphis. It's gonna take us twenty-five minutes to get home. Like because it was like 12 o'clock when we got to I the think house. it took us 10 minutes. You're, you're cruising. <laughs> and and yeah. I was I was trying not to go inside. Clay was like, come on, come on, we'll go sit in the backyard and chill. I was like, no, I don't want to get yelled at. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. Has it happened before?
0: <laughs> no, I
1: don't think so. So what what do you do at your church right now?
2: So before, it's, it's a Bible college, okay. it's not a church. And uh some there's two churches that actually meet at the, at the school. But I'm in the recruiting department and like, I moved out there in uh, 2012, and um, my parents had been partners with uh, uh, Andrew Womack for as long as I can remember. Like, growing up, they'd be listening to his you know, preaching tapes and stuff like that. And back back then, I was like, turn it off! <laughs> <laughs> and um, the, uh, 2012, I um, had moved back in with him and didn't want to, but I just knew, like, my life was just not going the way that I wanted it to. And there was this, there's always like a sense of peace being around my family. And mm-hmm. I tried to We try to do at least two or three mm-hmm. trips, to go see them every year and they come out, see some of the shows we do. But um, I did, I, I was like, I just had this like moment where God gave me an opportunity. It's like, you can continue living your life the way that you are. Uh, but here's an opportunity to come to this Bible college. And I'd already been to Bible college. So I already had like negative thoughts about what Bible college was going to be like, but I just felt this, this moment where um, we were in Andrew's office and he was, he asked, um, Clay, I hear you're coming to the Bible college. I was like, I don't think so. Nope. (laughs) And he said, it ain't going to hurt you. And when he said that the world stopped turning, it was like everything just like the chaos that I felt like my life was uh, back in Mississippi. There was an opportunity where I just felt like there's a moment in time right now for me to choose something different. And this could be that thing. And I was just like, well, okay, I guess I'm going to move here and come to – and that was like a a week and a half before school started in 2012 because I just – I mean, I've been a believer my whole life, even through all the drugs and everything that I was doing that was stupid. Um, But I just knew I've always had a relationship with God and just felt like he was mad at me. I felt like uh, just so much shame because of the things that I had done, and not just to me, but to other people too. and uh, But I felt like it was a moment in time where I could just – okay, if I moved to Colorado – and go to Bible college, and it sucks, I can just come back. But yeah. it, it, what if something else happens, and something else happened? And it was like the first, my first year at Bible college, I just kept hearing over and over again how much God loved me. And it was like he was proud of me, and, that, and there wasn't this anger thing. And I was like, I was starting to get mad because I was like, where's all this teaching been my whole life? And that's how I felt like every class it kept going. And, um, I had, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease. I don't remember it. I yeah. I mm-hmm. you know, I was really in a lot of pain with that. And, um, we believe in healing and uh, the word says, uh, by stripes are healed. And, um, so I just started renewing my mind and, uh, and, uh, and th- that God loves me. And if you're listening, God loves you too. I don't care what's been done or said. He, he, he loves us so much. And just, it's, 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 it's his kindness uh, that leads us to repentance. And that was what happened for me in that first year. I, I named each one of my years because there's three years of Bible college. And uh, year one was clean up on aisle nine. And like all year is like, I just kept just, just, and I, I look back at some of those. Uh, I, there's some good Facebook memories that come up. And then there's some of those. It's like, Oh God.
1: Yeah. You're an idiot. <laughs> oh, there's stuff I don't share. Like, I, delete, I delete it. I'm like, no, sir.
2: I leave some of mine because I just, every time I see something that I said back then, it just shows me how much growth in my life as a man and who, what God has done in my life. And I, it's just, I'm further and further away from who I was back then. And, um, but I, you know, they kept talking about this healing business. And I was like, I've been, if you don't know what Crohn's is, it's like having ulcers. In your intestines, there's not a cure for it, and uh, except for Jesus. And uh, it, uh, we have healing conferences and things like that. People just get instantly healed. Mine was not that case. It was like all year. It was like this whole thing, and I just was just believing and just speaking. Like, I speak death to you, Crohn's disease, and I received your healing, Jesus. And it was like for a year.
4: Wouldn't and, you, like, throw up after you ate because it just wouldn't settle and your stomach was just... In absolute Damn. agony.
2: Yeah. But it was in, I don't, I don't know the day I got healed. It wasn't like, poof, there it is. It was, Um, I haven't had any pain today. And I know that I didn't have any pain. I don't think I had any pain yesterday. And I don't think three days, you know, I don't think I've had pain, but I know that it's gone. And with Crohn's, it's all the time. It's mm-hmm. like every time you eat, you're feeling it.
4: And all they do is they'll like cut out your intestines, mm-hmm. you know, certain part, portion of, yeah, that like gets so bad. That they have to cut it, and at some point, you're just you don't have anything left. So,
0: is it certain foods that trigger it more than others?
4: They
2: say, like, um, um, uh, fibrous nuts, things like that. Yeah. Um, but I felt it was, it was anytime I ate, there wasn't like really? any specific thing. And yeah, so somewhere in that June window after my, my, my first year, it was gone. And hmm. I was healed, and I have you know, I've been healed since then. And I feel like, like the, the devil comes to still kill and destroy. That's like his job. And uh, I felt like he's tried to come back, and Crohn's has tried to attack me. Like once I had, like a, was that Christmas, I can't remember, but it was like it was like a week of it where I was having full on Crohn's pains again. And I was like, no, nope, I do. I am not allowing this in my body, and and so I've been healed. You know, mm-hmm.
1: what do you think brought that pain back on? Was there something going on?
4: I think you were stressed. There was a lot going oh, on. yeah, okay. You know, so I think your body can react to things like that, I think too, it just comes down
2: like the devil hates yeah. me. The devil hates us, all of us. Mm-hmm. And he just wants to uh, wreak havoc on us, and I just say no to that. We have authority that Jesus has given us. And, and so I just took my authority and said, I'm not going to be sick. I do not have Crohn's anymore. I've already been healed. It's already been finished on the cross uh, 2,000 years ago, and, and I am, I'm healed. And so it's gone.
0: Have you ever been angry at God? Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, we've had we we've had some good screaming matches.
0: <laughs> what does that look like?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm really interested in this. Like, mm-hmm. I want to know, like, what that looks
2: like. So, um, my life, like, since I have <clears throat> been walking with the Lord, like, in, in the past 10 years, I knew Jesus, I was walking with him, and then, like, the, the fall for 20 years or
1: whatever that the was. Devil, at, the devil,
2: me. Yeah, the sabbatical.
1: <laughs> I was the devil for you in, like, those 20 years. <laughs>
2: Yeah, the, my my sabbatical from walking with yeah. the Lord, but like seriously, like, I, I I have like a like if you look at my timeline, like 2012 was that, that distinct timeline where I was like, you know what, I'm just giving everything back to you, Lord. Um, so divorce, and then some repositioning, and some just some life events happened, and they all happened at the same time. It was not like a, it wasn't a one two knockout. Well, it was kind of like a one two knockout and an uppercut, mm-hmm. and I was really mad, and it's like. What my prayer life kind of looked like in that time. It's like, I do not know what you're doing right now, God. I can't see. And, and, I'm, and I can hear from God's voice. And like, I know, like, it, you know, for, for me, it's like, I follow the path of peace. Like, even us having the conversation about coming here for, to do the podcast, we're just like, I don't know. We got to juggle some things around. We got, you know, if, if that's even it. But like, to be here right now with you guys has been in the works since January because every night it was like peace. And like, I mean, she hears me talking in the shower Mm -hmm. because I don't know what I haven't listened to your show. I looked y'all up on on your website and read, you know, you love stories and hearing people's stories. And I was like, well, I can do that. But I don't know what, you know, what the line of questions were going to be and stuff like that. But I've just been praying and meditating. But the peace is what why we're here right now, because God said, you know, I'm here. But so the argument with God was just like, why aren't you talking to me? That's that's what it felt like. I just felt like he wasn't I, I know he's there. Like it wasn't like God's ever left me ever. He doesn't leave us or forsake us. But I knew he was there, but I just didn't have any direction. And, I mean, I'm a doer. I'm a I'm an achiever. Like, 75 hard, I can knock that out. That's easy. Yeah. You know, you give me a challenge, it's going to be done. Give me the uh, 58 14ers, I'm going to go do all of them. I'm going to get them done. Colorado Trail, I did that. You know, the, like, when you give me the goal, I can, I can knock it out. But, like, the more I prayed, it was like nothing was happening. Like, I couldn't hear God. I knew he was there because it was like it's this weird thing of like just imagine God be on his throne and you're like this kicking and screaming baby in his lap. And he's just kind of just I mean, really, just I love you. That's all he was really letting me know. But what to do or it was really hard. And I think um, for me, it was like just constantly make a decision that I'm not going back to uh, my life how I used to live it. I'm going to believe you, God, you're going to get me through the storm, which is. Worse than Hurricane Katrina or any other,
3: yeah.
2: You know, but it's. Um, I think it's Romans three five. What is it? Sorry.
4: I think it's interesting when, like, tough seasons come. It's so easy f- for people just to blame God. Yet when it's a good season, I'm so lucky. Where's Where's there? <laughs> dynamic with God. When it's good, where's their dynamic with God? You know, so it's... My
2: life is good, God. I don't need mm-hmm. you now. But when the storms come, mm-hmm. I'll come back to you. Yeah. But, you know... um
4: Or if it's going wrong, it's his fault. You know, how about ownership for your actions and ownership for stuff that you do? You know? I did. I owned... And there's I owned consequences for that,
2: you know? Stuff that happened with the divorce, I owned that. And then some, some stuff with work that happened. I owned the pieces of, of that. But... um in Romans uh, 5, 3 through 5. Do you have people doing scripture on, on the podcast?
1: Do the first. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Call it out. Romans what?
3: 5,
1: 3.2. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> <laughs> is it de- I know there's a decimal in there.
4: Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, col- uh, colon. 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 Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. That's what I meant. So we'll go back to grammar. It's okay. Yeah.
1: Bye yeah. bad. Not My bad. only that, uh,
2: <laughs> but we rejoice in our suffering. Uh, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. So there's four things that happen there. It's like you rejoice in your suffering, not because you're. I mean, suffering sucks. I mean, mm-hmm. can we all four agree that that's mm-hmm. just, just terrible to be in, in a storm and stuff like that? But the word says that your suffering produces endurance, and so when you don't quit and you stick to it, and like, because I just had like a uh, have a word from God. I'm called to be at where I'm supposed to be. I'm called to be with this awesome lady right here, but suffering when you stay in it, it produces endurance and then endurance produces character, and then character produces hope and so that was like just something that it, it I just, sometimes you don't have to have the answers, you just have to just believe, and that's like you know that argument that you asked me is like that I was really warm with God. I was like, why is this happening? because we can all ask that question, but am I gonna opt out of god and try to do life on my own again no thanks
0: it's like you even mentioned about like the ice baths and the showers it's like just, or just working that. out
3: mm-hmm.
0: it's like if it's hard it's gonna make you hard mm-hmm. if it's easy you're gonna just quit mm-hmm. i mean because that's why most people quit is when it gets difficult mm-hmm. and most people don't like a challenge most people like the comfortable part of life and life excuse me life is not comfortable all the time mm-hmm. it shouldn't be no because if it's easy, everybody can do it. Then it's not special. So, yeah, I just, I, that's awesome that you uh, you read that right What there. was that chapter? Or what is that verse? Romans
2: uh, 5 3 through 5.
3: right?
0: <laughs> We're trying to I'll work, send,
4: he'll write it down for I'll you. We're two. trying
0: to work on uh, some people in this room's mental toughness.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That'd be, that be me.
2: There, there's something so good about just. Trusting and believing God when it's the worst situation and just knowing like whose role is whose role. And like I said just a minute ago, the devil, the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy. So you could always put that on the filter. It's like God is for you. God loves you. He is he's he's just really in this relentless pursuit for all of us to have a relationship with us. And that's why he created us in the first place. And uh, so if bad things are happening, you can just put it under the. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And, uh, but if you, and that's just, I mean, I've just grown in this season. Like, I haven't made all the right decisions at all, but, um, but just sticking through, even when I hate everything that's going on, it's like, God, I'm just going to believe you and trust you that you have something better. If I just, ah, I got a buddy named Ricky Burge, and he is just, he's, um, he's one of my buddies, man. He's, uh, he was, um, He's on staff, but he moved to South Africa and he's helping build like the whole continent of Africa with um, a Bible College locations and Andrew Mac Ministry offices over
3: there. That's
2: uh, so cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, we're it's a worldwide ministry. There's there's like fifty, I think fifty campuses around the world and growing.
4: Well, and right now with you being in recu- recruiting, he gets all the calls of people mm-hmm. that want to be a part of it, and they're calling from all over the world. So he gets to hear. Also, all of these stories that people just want to come to Woodland Park, Colorado to also, be a part of this, you know, have
1: you been, have, have y'all been anywhere? Like I've on, been I know S- you've been, I know you've done mission trips. Is that, is that with cares college? Okay. Mm-hmm. I got you. I did
4: before my
2: prodigal season. I had been mm-hmm. to uh, South Africa, Brazil. Um, I was actually in the air when the trade towers got hit from South Africa coming back. So oh, I went, wow. all that was going on Brazil, Mexico before, before Karis. Uh, But since then, I've been to India. I've been to Brazil multiple times, Nicaragua, Hungary, Serbia, Ukraine.
4: Stamp, stamp, stamp. Yeah,
2: yeah. Kilimanjaro, I climbed it in Tanzania. Uh, That that was a different kind of mission trip. It was just like my mission was to get to the top.
1: (laughs) I watched the video the other day on Instagram with these these hikers were with the guide. And they just came, they were just literally casually walking past a dead body. Ever frozen, yeah, just, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's Everest. That's different now. Never mind.
4: He was gonna do that too.
1: That's right. That's right. I thought that's one. Yeah, that's the one you haven't done. Remember that mm-hmm. you were talking. We were talking about that one. I was like, yep. when "Are you gonna do that?" He's was, like, "I was two weeks I was, from leaving. Yeah, I was two weeks from heading
2: over, and uh they closed the borders because of the COVID." Mm.
1: I remember that shit. You think you're gonna? You think you can still try to do it? I, I know. Was, I know. I know it's different now, but like you know. Is that something y'all would want to do together? Maybe she, like, she,
2: she's my Everest, but uh, I do want to go. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I
4: support him, but that's a big undertaking so,
1: because there's base camp, right? Mm-hmm, that's right? And then and then there's one where you actually go to the very top. Yeah.
2: So okay. my my plan was to do base camp and kind of scout it out, and mm-hmm. then
1: and then figure. It's,
2: it's like five grand to do base camp, that's a flight and, and like all your you know fourteen day adventure. Um, you
4: have to have a guide, right? Yeah. Yeah, I so, one. I, yeah,
2: yeah, I had one. Yeah, I had a guy that was going to take me to base camp, but it's about eighty grand to do the summit. Jeez. So that's a whole. Oh, day. I didn't know. This.
1: I didn't know it was that much money. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. and one of the things that I noticed, like with with Kilimanjaro, um, I was loving every minute of it. And then when I got to elevation, it's like I forget what the camp was, um, but it was like fifteen five elevation. That's when it got weird. Like your the oxygen levels thinner. And so you know that you're there, but it's very, you're really, yeah, you're really kind of out of out of body. Like it doesn't seem real at all. Very lethargic Ooh. because the oxygen level is so, so much lower. So I'm, you know, it's all about that test though. Can you get to the summit? You know, and um, there was I think there's seven different trails you can take to to summit Kilimanjaro. We did the five five day uh, trek there, but when we got to um, Stella, I think. I forget. But anyway, we got to a certain point. Yeah. And it, the sun was starting to come up, and you could see, like, ants, headlight It was, like, all the people that were coming up with their headlamps. And you could see all the trails kind of merging up. And by the time we got to the summit, there were so many people up there. It just took away from hmm. –
3: because
2: you, like, you get, like, three seconds at the sun because there's people just lined up. And it's for a reason, and it was a hot day for us. It was, like, minus five. So, like, my pack – I don't know if you saw all my pictures from Kilimanjaro. My pack was frozen. And it was.
1: I remember that now. It had it was like the ice. So on cold, it like
2: yeah. There. It was so cold up there, but it was. We had the sun up, and we met other people. And I was praying because I, I just believe God. I have the favor of God on my life all day long. And everybody that we talked to was getting hit with ice storms, and so they were just turning around because they couldn't handle. It. And it was cold, but could you imagine that being just iced up? And yeah,
1: no, thank you. <laughs>
3: He doesn't rained. even want
4: to get in the ice bath.
1: <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the cold showers? No. I mean, come on. Hi, come
2: on. <laughs> Fly. The, we, the whole time I was like, "You watch those clouds are going to be. We're going to have blue skies on our summit day. You can. I'm telling you right now, God's going to open those clouds up." And people were like, "We just couldn't handle it. We they were turning around." But We got up there and it was blue skies. It was beautiful. I tried to take as much uh, video as I could before my phone uh, died because you know it cold will mm-hmm. you zap your battery. Um.
1: So, how many people? When you're in your, in your uh, I don't know what it's called. Like it was you and your guide only, or the a- Kilimanjaro. Yeah,
2: it was me and my friend Ken and his son. It was the three of us. Okay, but there was about ten people that were getting us. We carried a day pack, and then we had porters that carried like our bigger packs and food and everything. So we had, you know, each night we were at a different, um,
1: different part of the mountain, mm-hmm. and you all just camp on the side of the thing.
2: They had huts. It was a hut system that we did.
1: Oh, okay. Um, it's it's sounding a little better now. The yeah. is, there, is there a shower in that motherfucker? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> they on water.
2: They would bring us like a, a bucket of um, a warm water. Turns off, but I use. Um, and this is something I use for the Colorado Trail too. Is um, you dry out um, uh, baby wipes, and so when you dry out, the, it takes the weight out, so you can just get them wet and then wipe yourself down.
4: It's a whole process. Yep. It's
1: Colorado crazy. Trail, I plan. So that what is that? Them. What is how long? How big is that? What. The Colorado Trail. Five hundred miles. So you walk from one side? Denver,
2: basically Denver to Durango. Twenty four days. Durango what? Durango. <laughs> Mexico? I mean, I
3: don't fucking know. <laughs> he was calling it Cool Springs.
2: Yeah, yeah. Colorado Springs,
4: Cool yeah, Springs.
2: Yeah, Springs. Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: Yeah. Durango Colorado. <laughs> You think he's gonna know
1: Durango? Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean <laughs> Yeah, five hundred miles. But um So you did that you did that by yourself? Yeah. There was nobody else with you. Just no. you and your, your, you taking, sight, and yeah, and taking pictures of like scenery yeah. and shit.
2: I, at some point, I'm going to go through all the video and just make
1: like a uh, cool, like a yeah. reel or something.
2: Yeah, I had a uh, my you, iPhone and what?
1: Uh, we know a a photog- videographer. <laughs> I mean, you know, you could you could dump all the photos to him and That's they true. can make it. Make I mean, it. We'll <laughs> all go do it and we'll reshoot no. the. No, we won't. <laughs> How long did that take you?
2: 24 days.
4: How many miles a day were you doing?
2: Um, 30? 15, 15 like to twenty in the beginning, and then I was doing thirty mile days. And I was like, there was elusive. Look at this face. <laughs> it was like the thirty mile day was like the elusive thing. I would get. Um, so there's this app called Gut Hooks, and it tells you like where you are on the trail, oh, like cool. where uh, water resupplies are. So you're like going, like you had to hit Breckenridge go to the grocery store, resupply and get like all my food and stuff like that. divvied up in uh, bags and or Ziploc bags and things like that. And then but on the app, you can see where you're going to camel up, get water and you can track like how many miles you're going to hike and how much water you're going to drink and do the math. It's like, cause you're really, your battle is weight. So you don't want to be carrying so much. So, like when you hit a, like when I left Breckenridge, my pack was heavy, but like just base weight without, um, without food and water, it was 16 pounds. So it was pretty light. Everything was super lightweight. My tent was 17 ounces. Super. Everything was just super ultra lightweight. But cameling up. That was my 30 day. I was like, I was, t- I was at 28 miles, and then it, there wasn't a water supply for a while. So I had to camel up and do like four liters. And that weight over this ridge, I just couldn't. I was like, I'm. Oh man. But I got three. I got three 30 mile days at the very end.
4: And then it rained for like a week straight.
2: The, yeah,
1: Southwest. Yeah, let's go do this. Yeah, <laughs> shit. <laughs>
2: Southwest uh, Colorado is some of the most beautiful. Uh, that's right. I just took you there, mm-hmm. you know, um, but um yeah, I was so excited to be there, but it rained. It was cold and just, just monsoon the whole time. Hail. The only thing that was dry was the inside of my sleeping bag and my, uh you have, you wear the same thing every day and then you have sleeping clothes at night. So you have something somewhat fresh and. Uh,
1: so you just tent. Yep. Like is that designated areas that are safer for you to tent at? Like there's no fucking bears. Or well, there's something?
2: bears. I kept. I kept. I talked to one guy. That literally the bear came because there's like a you have a bear bag, put all your food and stuff in it, hanging up on a oh, tree. Oh, so and so he was he was sitting there. He heard the bear. He unzipped his uh the tent and the bear was just like playing pinata with it. Damn. Got it down. <laughs> ate all his food, and so he was like a couple of days out, you know. But I knew, like uh. I had, a, you know, I, when I do like these big adventure things, God gives me like a verse for it. And the, uh, Psalm 24 one, I believe Psalm 24 one, uh, the earth is the Lord's and, uh, the fullness thereof. So everything in the earth is his. And so that was just the verse that he gave me that while we're hiking, I'm with God. And so no bears can attack me. No, you know, nothing's going to come no lightning bolts. Cause they're, I hiked into storms like over ridges and, um,
4: I'm glad he did all of this before me.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course. Because now you don't have to worry about his dumb ass doing right,
4: that shit. Right, right? <laughs> I, I yeah. Yeah.
1: Would you do something like that? Like, I don't know. Like, Do you have to do the whole thing? Or can you do like from where you, you just, all live sh- to sh- like Beckenridge? Yeah, sh- I know Beckenridge because the Beckenridge Cannabis Club. <laughs> that was the first weed dispensary in...
4: <laughs> you're, you're not even saying it right. What did I say? Say it
1: again. Beckenridge? <laughs> <laughs> How you you saying? Brick. Breck, Breckenridge. There you go,
4: there
1: you go. Sorry. So I watched the CNN documentary on it. It was the first legal cannabis thing in Colorado and how it made, they were making so much money that Colorado was like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, hey. Let's open this up to another shop and another shop. And now they're making like 70 million in profit a month or for the state or something like that. Like, it's insane. Yeah, it
4: is. It's taken over. Yeah. Do you see a trend with him, though? Like, he doesn't quit. He does the craziest things and just doesn't quit.
1: He's like our friend Damien. Like, once they said they minded something, like an extreme challenge, like that, that is done. Like, that is an extreme fucking challenge. Mm-hmm. What, the Carrado trailer, whatever it was. <laughs> Have you always been like that? It's um,
2: it's kind of like a new lease on life. Like, I, I dedicate, I wish I had learned how to play guitar better or learned how to sing better. Like, you know, there's just things, you know, but I feel like God saved me from a big, train wreck of a lifestyle if I was touring and doing that, you know, and, um, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, like when you believe a lie about yourself, it's hard to be your true self.
1: Ooh, that's fucking good.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Mic drop. When you believe a lie about yourself, you're not able to be your true self. In the way that God's created us, he's created us all so uniquely, like we're all in this room, how different each one of us are in this room. And for me, I just I just lived under that shame or that I wasn't responsible or that I wasn't like a bunch of different things that were lies about me that I was believing. Once I got all that, you know, that operating system out of my head and, you know, got on the right operating system, it just, it really defined a better path for me and so the more i read the more the things that because i think it's like you don't know what you don't know but you go climb one mountain and then you're like you see from up on the top of the mountain you see all the other mountains that are out there it's like well what's over there and so you just start learning like different skill sets of things that just kind of go along with with that journey and um the challenges like doing all those challenges like okay i'm bored boredom is a terrible place to be from for somebody like me and so if I just jump into a challenge, then you know,
1: the the challenges help you uh, with your sobriety. Yeah, was that a way of staying sane? So you didn't want to like do whatever, mm. or is this just like something? I know the Lord helped you with that one hundred percent. That was that's first and foremost, most definitely. But like, was this like another like a more like I say accessory? Like it just helped you even more. Yeah.
2: Like I just feel like like talking about sobriety. You know, I can be sober and have a drink. Does that make sense? All alcohol. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I understand what you're saying. But
2: like, there's something that was healed in my heart, Okay. to where it's like I don't. I'm not on a death wish, or it's like there's just so much more to live for, and there's just so many more adventures to have, and drugs will ruin all that.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, too much alcohol. That's going to ruin. That's going to ruin the next thing that we're going to go do, and so. You know, so yeah, sober, but you can, I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't preach it from a pulpit. Go have a drink, you know. Um,
1: moderation maybe?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Moderation can be a slippery slope for people. though. I think there's just like an inner, like inner healing that needs to take place that you're not having to feed your emotions. And you can do the same thing with uh, eating too or yeah. anything that you do, you do in excess. Um,
0: yeah, I think some people... They're too much all or nothing.
3: Yeah. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. they
0: can't do moderation. Mm-hmm. They have to be cold turkey.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: But I saw this thing that it kind of made me think of what you said, but it said, uh, if I showed you a picture of what you could be, mm-hmm. you'd hate who you are now.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's a lot of people. They, they quit before they get to see their full potential.
2: Mm-hmm. There's a real breakthrough. I think if you and I'll just continue to see the fruit of just sticking it out. You're tougher than you think you are. I I know, I know that we're just all tougher, way tougher than, than you, we are so capable and resilient. The worst things can happen to you and God can restore that and use that as like a, like a superpower.
0: Yeah. Because if you think about all the people that were never created versus the people that were created, it took a lot for you to become who you are today. Oh yeah. So to not do anything with this life that, you got the opportunity to get, and other people never will have the chance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a waste. It's like a slap in the face to your ancestors and all those sperm that didn't get taken by the egg.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are we going to do with our life?
0: I think you should try to do the most you possibly can. <laughs> you know, like, like fill
1: every day with something or like, I mean, like, every
0: day is a gift. You get up. I mean, I true. guarantee if you were sick, you wish you weren't sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So every day you're on the surface leave healthy, you should try to do something to better yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, you're squandering because I guarantee you there's somebody dying right now that wishes they were in your position to be mm-hmm. bitching about something.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're listening to this right now and you're sick, I speak healing to you in Jesus' name. That's right. I believe it.
0: Because they say like, if somebody's going to give you $20 million today, would you take it, but you die tomorrow? No, you're not going to take that deal. So it's like you get a gift to getting up, so do something with that. Make somebody else's day better.
3: Mm-hmm. Good.
1: I made, uh, I did something well, nice the other day, <laughs> or it was like two, or two I, mean, I do nice things every day, but this is something that mem- I kind of, I will totally remember this. <clears throat> the, the, I was at one of my accounts and, um, there were these old people. Well, like, you know, I'm thinking when I say old, I mean like probably, I know
4: you're pointing at me and I don't know. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> probably,
1: like, probably like, probably like 30 years ahead of me, uh-huh. you know? And I was thinking, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to buy their lunch. Mm-hmm. And they were, you know, it was, I was, it was, at, I can't remember where it was at, but it was in Arlington. So there's not many things in Arlington. So, and, uh, I just told the, I told the server, I was like, Hey, I'm gonna get their food for them. And she was like, Oh, okay. And she brought me back the bill. And I was like, thank you. You know? And then I was like, just, and I just left after that. And then she told the people, Oh yeah, so, uh, somebody just paid for your stuff. And, you know, I thought that was really nice. That's cool. It is. Because when I was talking to, when we were talking to Colleen, I completely forgotten about, the, uh, the passing it on thing. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And, um, I when I when I said something to when I when I said something to her the other day, she was like, "Did you ever pass anything on?" And I told her about that, and I was like, "I want to do something bigger, though." She was like, "That's that's that's better than nothing. That's great that she did that, you know." But now I'm trying, now I'm trying to think of something like bigger to do.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: That's good. That's we talk about it all the time. I it's like I told God, you can't give me enough money, and it's not about me acquiring things and and stuff. It's about how can you go out of your way to bless people, and it's not about you, but it does something in you when you're a giver. Mm-hmm. It's, it's 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 if you're depressed if you're depressed right now go out and do something nice for somebody and don't let them know that you did it there's there's some, there's just a power in that that's
1: it's like you're it's going to make you feel so much it's yeah like you said if you do, it's going to make you feel good mm-hmm. that you did that and maybe that's the spark that's going to make you let, help you get out of your depression mm-hmm. right yeah
2: you can do stuff for people and then be on the look what i did for you side of that. But there's just something very special about doing something for somebody where you never even know. That reminds me, um like, okay, so I worked at Chick-fil-A in high school. And again, I told you, I, I was living on fire for the Lord when I was going to Bible college the, the first round. Um <laughs> But I almost got fired from Chick-fil-A because I witnessed everybody so much. Like, they were like, Clay, you can't talk about Jesus here anymore. Just sell gets-
1: yeah. yeah. the Chick-fil-A? Yeah. Chick-fil-A. It's the Lord's chicken. Like, you know, right? I mean, seriously, it's, it's like, they give the chicken the Sunday off, man.
2: Wow. <laughs> yeah, I like I led so many people to the Lord there, and then then they all turned on me, and it was like this like I'd never experienced <laughs> anything like that. But um, uh, around that same season, yeah, it's funny. I was going to get fired for telling people about Jesus. I mean, like, th- even this one time, was like everybody knew. Like if we hired anybody, knew that I was going to witness to him. <laughs> And so, like, they get—they were all leaning in. I can't remember what the girl's name was, but I was training her. And everybody was leaning in. Was, oh, he's about to tell her about Jesus. Here it comes. Here it comes. I was like, so, girl, you want to go to this party this weekend? And everybody said, Whoa! I'm just kidding. Let me tell you about Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> but around that same time, like, uh, I went to, uh, with my mom to Florida. And I was really wanting to evangelize on the beach and just tell people about Jesus. And I was like, God, I really want to save somebody today. What happened was, uh, this lady was screaming at the end of the beach and she was pointing. I could see that there was a guy out in the water and he got caught in a riptide. And, uh, I swam out to him and I knew from maybe Boy Scouts or something, you don't, anybody that's drowning, you, you got to let them get tired or they'll drown you too. Cause they'll just, they'll mm. grab onto you like you're the life raft. And, uh, so I, I did, I tried to, I tried to like, like grab him, but he grabbed me and pulled me in. So I kicked him. <laughs> I I had to because he was like trying to, you know, he was freaking out. So I just waited and just watched him like Bob until he was like almost, he had no energy left. And I came up behind him, just grabbed him by the neck and, you know, brought him back up. Right about the time where my feet could touch the sand, that's when the lifeguards came. And um, instead of sticking around, I just took off and just walked down the beach. I don't know whatever happened to him, but it was just kind of.
4: I've never heard that story.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but you can do things, for, you can do something for somebody every single day because you never know what they're going through.
4: Mm-hmm. You don't know what need you're meeting in their life.
2: And and you don't have to. That's mm-hmm. like that, That's the, the, the sweet spot of just being kind of like, um, this is Christianese. You know, Christians have all these different sayings. It's like, what are you talking about? But the hands and feet of Jesus. But you can be an influence in somebody's life, and you don't need to necessarily know what the outcome is. You can just do that and be kind of an instrument to God.
1: Mm-hmm. So. <laughs>
4: I didn't know you. Look at
1: you, man. You play the guitar, you sing, you witness, and now you save somebody's life.
4: He's a stud. <laughs>
1: yeah. was <laughs> like, I married the right guy. Right? <laughs> Heck, yes, I
4: did.
2: We had such a fun time, though. Like, So we finally had the uh, the breakdown for us to meet.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. let's go back to that. <laughs> so were you concerned about bringing your baggage into a new oh, situation?
2: Yeah. 100%. That's kind of why I was giving myself a year to really... Let God heal, like what was going on in my heart. Yeah. And, um, and just know this, like, I don't want to be impulsive, you know. I'm, I, you know, yeah, I want a hot girl, but I want, I want it to be God's plan to really, cause I, cause like, I, I know what had happened in my past and I didn't want to carry that forward. And so I was very, like, apprehensive, mm-hmm. I think, even cause we started talking at Thanksgiving.
4: Mm hmm. We did talked you, strictly on messenger.
2: And I did it on purpose for
4: like weeks.
3: Mm.
2: I didn't want to see like I, I mean, I'd seen pictures of her because yeah. I added her on Facebook cuz she sent me something. What'd you do? You're stalking me somehow. Yeah, I was stalking
4: you. I'll own it.
3: <laughs> I, was,
4: I was doing my research, okay? Yeah.
1: <laughs> research.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: he bought milk today. <laughs> right on the back. He bought milk on Wednesday.
4: Yeah. But um But I mean, it was the same for me. I mean, the the same question that you just asked him. It's like, were you nervous to bring your junk to the table? You know, so it's you are more when you go through things, you're obviously more aware of what to look for, what you're bringing, how that's going to mesh. So I don't want to waste my time. Mm -hmm. So me doing my research and really examining him, doing all these mountains, all this kind of stuff. I was like, this man doesn't quit. Yeah, he is a man of character, you know. And so there's things like that that I was like, well, this is this is worth it, you know, but he wasn't talking to me. So that's where I had to just like bridge the gap and be like, hey, you know, it's not going to hurt you just to talk to me. You can go to January if you want to, but you can talk to me. And the rest was history. It was just an immediate like we have to meet. We have to see what's here. It was purposeful. You know, it wasn't just Oh yeah. So how long let's were y'all? How long were
1: y'all talking on mess on? That's on Facebook, yeah, Messenger. Mm-hmm. How long are we talking on Facebook until y'all actually like, <laughs> like decided to feel seven like- he go like meet days?
4: So he didn't make it to January. Let's just say that. <laughs> so we, we we met early December.
1: That's close enough.
4: Yeah. Right. I know. He almost. He was almost there. It was, it was
2: super. I was super intentional about just keeping it messin' like just a messenger, not mm-hmm. talking and not seeing mm-hmm. each other. And I wanted to be to find out.
4: What we were uh, testing each other, oh, yeah, like subliminally testing each other with things because we both had these lists. Remember, he mentioned that list that he would never, I had my own list too. Mm -hmm. And once we finally knew about the list, they were like almost the exact same thing, Mm -hmm. yeah, you know. And I think that's important to make a list of what you know you want, what you're not going to do when
2: you're young because you don't know who you are, right? You're still figuring out what the world what does the world mean? Mm-hmm. How do I fit in the world? What do, you know, all those different things. But as you get older, there's like just, you ha- you go through enough, enough stuff that you're like, okay, that's not something I want in my life at all. I'm i could have a, a zero tolerance policy for mm-hmm. things. And, and these are the things that I am looking forward. If you, if you don't want to go skiing or climb mountains or thing, things, like, it's not probably going to be.
1: Yeah. Like you got to be outdoorsy. That was yeah. when you were non-negotiables, right? Oh, yeah. Like mm-hmm. you want to do things.
2: Camping, skiing, and, and 14ers were on the, on the list of, mm-hmm. of things. And so when we were talking, I was putting my questions into the – it was like a high-end interview is really what it was.
0: So when did you develop your emotional maturity? When? Yeah.
2: I think that really came about when I got off drugs because like, there's something about like when you drink and do drugs all the time, you have no way of coping with life on your own. Because you're medicated and you don't have the, the ability to grow. That's why you might see somebody that, you know, even from back in the day, we might hang out with some people, you know, and it's like, man, you have not changed at all because you're muting the mm-hmm. ability to grow up and mature and grow and um,
0: emotionally stunted. It just
2: mm-hmm. totally. Cause you, you, yeah. it, and, it, and another roadblock to that is just not dealing with like what's, if you've had trauma oh, no. in your life. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. yeah. I've had multiple friends with that, where it's like you are just on this hamster wheel and you're mm-hmm. never getting past it, you know, to heal yourself and do better. So you're just always seeing through that lens of that season in your life, you know?
0: Yeah, it's weird when you feel like you've moved on in life, but then there's other people that are still in the same spot,
4: mm-hmm.
0: but you're the same age.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And it's
0: like, how are you not on the same path that everybody else is on?
4: It's a choice, you know?
0: It sounds a sad Life to live, in my yeah. opinion.
2: Uh, you know, we'll, t- we'll tell stories from back in the day, you yeah. know. But we don't live there. That's not where, you know, and when people say the good old days, you know, you don't know that you're living in the good old days until you're out of them. Well, able to well, then, like, break the, out
1: in song. Or? And then like, the good old <laughs> days will come again, like, right? So, that like, the good old days from twenty years ago will happen another twenty years and then we're like, Oh, you remember that when we did that, like mm-hmm. when we went to that mountain, you guys were talking with with Taj or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like hanging out and like, yeah, and like, man, that was twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, like those are those good old days then, you know. They even like
2: just keeping a relationship with you mm-hmm. and, and and John and and like there's just there's value to me, I think, that we've been through so many seasons where we you know, helped each other from drowning. Yeah. And, and it's like, you know, continuing to see how we develop. And there's just so much more out in the future for us. That's what's, we live, we survive that. And where, where, where are you going next, God? Where, what adventure are we going to?
1: Are you guys anxious about the future? That's a good
2: question. You know, some of the things that I think about, uh, I've got two Audible books by, I can't remember what the guy's name is, but he's, he's talking about how inflation isn't going to get better. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> the, um, The baby boomers, I do a terrible job of explaining this, but there's so many baby boomers like this. And, uh, you know, just there's so many of them, but they're going to start dying off and pulling their money out and things like that. But the the next generations, there's only so many people in that population, and it's so much smaller. That's going to have to support the weight of the boomers going out. And it's even narrower with the the other generations. Mm -hmm. And um, that's going to be a problem.
1: Now that's one of the things that they're talking about when they say social security is going to run out, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're paying into it right now then. But when we get to that age, there's not going to be any social security money to pay us mm-hmm. like when we retire or whatever.
2: But that's like I, I, that's one of the things I've really been praying about a bunch. Um, we've got some crypto. I, that's I know end that market kind of fluctuates and things like that. But uh, I'm, I'm investing in some of that because I think I mean, you saw the four banks fall
1: in March. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not good. No. We had we had some we had some guys on here last Sunday or Saturday one of the days and they were talking about um the GameStop thing and all that, mm-hmm. you know, like it was it was really good it was a really good time, but like I'm just I was like damn, it's crazy to think how you know this that could just happen that quickly even though it's federally insured, but like, you know, what's going to happen when you have 30 mega banks shut down all of a sudden? Mm-hmm who's going to be able to pay that deposit? Mm-hmm. Like, to the, everyone has those accounts, you know yeah, what I mean? You
4: won't get your money exactly.
1: back. <laughs> well, you see, like in some countries, they're not even letting people make deposit, uh, withdrawals. Like, it's, it's insane right so Does that
0: just kind of go back to the, your belief, though, that man can't rule alone?
2: S- say that again?
0: Like, just the whole thing about the banking system and all this other nonsense, is all man-made, but mm-hmm. it's like, they're basically saying that you need some type of higher power, like a god. 100%.
2: Yeah. Oh, 100%. I think you know, and even with what I can predict the future to be, God's in that. Yeah, because there's a this guy that comes and speaks at our school. His name is Jim Baker, and he has like a whole teaching on finances. And there's a, I mean, there's there's ministries that have abused people for finances, but you can't just stay there because there's a lot of other ministers that are ministering really good things about how good we were talking about giving, and that's really like the heart of like what the ministry I'm at. Um, uh, but this guy, Jim Baker, he talks about how you believe God today for your finances, but when you have fear in the future, that you're a financial atheist, that you don't believe God will be there to meet your needs there, because He's meeting mm. needs today, but in the future you, you you have so much fear that cripples you, and and so I don't live in that place, that headspace. I'm just believing God. It's like, God show me now what I can do not to bless my family, but to bless the people around me. And uh, you know, you've you've sown into me with I think Colorado Trail in. Oh yeah, and um, you know I, that I, that I love that. Thank you. Oh, we welcome. You know, um, but
1: what did I do? You gave some money. Oh,
2: <laughs> that's uh, sorry. That's Christianese. When oh you yeah. sew, so. when you sew into somebody. Oh okay okay you, okay. You, okay. You, you give them
1: some money. I thought you said sold. So I was like, what? <laughs> okay, thank why, you. why, why you would you? Agree just, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 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 I was like, yeah okay. <laughs> Well, it was good because he was like, "Thank you," and I was like, "Okay, thank you." <laughs> yeah, I want to shout out
2: to my my family and then my recruiting team because they sewed into our trip here. Yeah, uh, they, they they gave us the money to come out here. And uh, what's up, recruiting team? They'll be, they're excited to hear this. Movie.
0: So, all isn't it like us. the whole thing though? If you're living in the past or in the or the the future or the past, that's mm-hmm. when you have like anxiousness mm-hmm. and all this. You should just live in the moment because mm-hmm. exactly. nothing's even guaranteed, really. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why worry about something you can't control, right? You can't control the uncontrollable. Mm-hmm. You can control like what the moment is right then and there.
1: Yeah, you can only control the
0: controllable.
2: You can. I think it's awesome to dream and plan. You need to do that. You need to say these are again with the challenges. Like this is where I'm going to go. That part is good, but mm-hmm. to to just sit there and think that be the, handicapped. Yeah, vital. like stress over it. Yeah. You know, we we're we were having this conversation. Like just the inflation that's happened. Like I went to breakfast the other day and it was thirty bucks. Just him.
1: Damn. <laughs> wow.
2: And it wasn't like I had like, you know, you know, uh limitless It wasn't a buffet. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> no, All
4: you can eat. It was just a plate that's for
2: 30 bucks. Three man. eggs, a sausage, and some really good um uh Pinky. loaded uh hash browns. Ooh. They were fire. Yeah. Now,
1: and a you coffee. Got me, you got me thinking I want some waffle house right, right. now. Is that <laughs> with yeah, tip or without? It? it was with tip. Oh, okay. Yeah. And That's then still kind of pricey.
4: one person. Yeah,
2: there was one real. Uh, this like this this uh younger guys asking his dad all the time, "What's it like, boomer?" And or whatever. And he's like, "You know, the one of the main differences that what I grew, my generation grew up that your generation will not be able to, is to have fun on the cheap, because things are so expensive. If you go to a concert, it's crazy expensive. It just even like mm-hmm. even flights coming out here, because you used to be able to get like a nonstop from like Denver to. Um, Memphis. I know JJ flew out and saw me on my. Like, yeah, it was like fifty eight dollars round trip. Damn.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Love that guy. Miss him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he man, that guy. So many, so many good memories of him.
2: It was. It was an honor to do his funeral. Because <laughs> I opened it up. Because you know he got like crazy into you know conservative uh, conspiracy theories.
1: Yeah. I
2: don't know because he would send me stuff. He's like, Clay, you got to watch this. This is what's happening with the American dollar. This is, and I mean, it was like the rabbit trail, a rabbit hole. He was gone and uh, opening up his funeral. I don't know what JJ's more mad about right now that he can't vote for Trump or that he's now voting Democrat. And uh, you can see the divide.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I was like, ooh.
4: (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: But that was JJ. He was offensive.
4: (laughs) Yeah, he didn't care, right? No.
1: Not at all. So yeah. what, where, where are y'all going to go see this while you're in town? What are we going to do? Where? Are you Graceland or anything like that? Some studio? I don't studio?
2: know. I, really don't really know ch- I got time for Yeah. I'm going to check in with John and Sarah, and then I think we're going to eat at the house tomorrow night. But I've got some family here that we might try to go see, and it just kind of depends on what time we get up. <coughs> Excuse
0: me. <laughs> so have you noticed a lot of people getting away from faith?
2: there's a real divide in uh, the church right now. And, um, even in my preparation for, cause again, I don't know what, what you guys are going to ask me. And I was intentional cause I saw Nick's was on there and then, you know, I, did, I was like, I can go watch some of my friends here listen to, but I, I wanted to just, just to be, uh, just, um, chari- a conversation.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like, you know,
2: yeah, I didn't want to have any expectations other than this, just kind of hanging out and talking. But, um, in my preparation, you know, for people, either you are God or God is God. And if God is God, then the word of God goes along with that, the Bible. The Bible goes along with that. Jesus, and it's all in that either you're God or God is God. And even as a believer, you have to make that decision every day. God, are you going to, am I going to be obedient to what you say or am I going to do life my way? And, um, well, I've lost my train of thought.
1: You know, Tony asked you, do you think people are losing ah. faith?
2: So, yeah. So there's a real divide with the church right now because I believe what the Word of God says to be true. And and then people are cherry-picking what they want, but they want to choose their sin and make that okay.
3: Mm.
2: And so, you know, I'm not trying to open a Pandora's box with that, but it's either God is God or you're God. and my life has shown that when I let God be God, it's so much better. And it's the way that it's supposed to be. So,
0: Because I've heard of like a lot of younger people are getting away from the church.
2: They are. I think there's just so much. It it all depends. I mean, because I read the Bible every day. Sometimes it might not be every day, but it's pretty much and I've been through the Word. I've read it it 13 times. And every time I finish it, I I was like, I'm going to start back over because I didn't get it all. Mm. Because Again, the season of life that I'm in, God's speaking to me because the Word is living. And I I brought you guys a gift. This is yours. I guess this is a good time to get it to you. People give you all gifts here?
4: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> is Isn't that a all gift?
4: over the table? <laughs>
1: <laughs> we usually get liquor.
2: <laughs> liquor will. I got you guys a Bible, and it's got your name on it. So. Oh, sweet. Oh, thank you so nice, much, man. You. Before I leave, I want to write something in there because I, I just— uh, yeah. You know, every man needs a Bible. Every woman needs a Bible.
1: That's very thoughtful. Thank Thank you you so much. Mm -hmm.
4: I think people want authentic. And if people don't sense something that's authentic, that's where they're going to go looking for it somewhere else. Mm. And so I think us being the example of Christ for these people, be real. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, We're not perfect. Don't sugarcoat it. We mess up all the time.
2: Like, we have the best fights ever, but it doesn't stay it's not a going for the jugular fight when we have fights Mm
0: -hmm.
2: it's um but you know with the word of god if you read that book it'll change your life because it's living and like being a believer like when you receive jesus you know as your lord and savior it like unlocks the like you read the bible it lights up because there's any you, you can be an unbeliever and read it and still get something out of it but um Yeah, I think I missed the point again. Sorry. (laughs) We may or may not have been traveling for 12 hours today. Oh,
1: man, yeah. (laughs) Okay, so here's
2: what I think. This is what I think why a lot of uh, kids are kind of falling, or even adults are falling away, is they're seeing an example of lukewarm believers that say they believe in Jesus and their life does not represent Him. And so when you see that over and over and again, why would you want that? Hmm. Why Why would you say it's your... You know, you're, you're living two lives or you see somebody that's legalistic and they're just like, you know, coming at you with, you know, beating you over the head with the Bible and that's never going to work either. But we just try to live our lives and, and we just, we love everybody. And, um, and just like, because God's just done so much in our life. Uh, both of us have a tattoo on our, I've got mine on my arm, but it's, he restores his arm Ooh. because what he's done with our life. And, um, and it's, and it's it's over and over again where God is continuing to meet the needs and Yeah. So
0: how close were you to like straying away again at your like your lowest point? Here
2: in this in the in this last ten years, never. It never. was not gonna happen. Oh wow But nice. the thought the thoughts come. It's like just forget it. Quit. Leave, go back to whatever. Yeah. And like the the actual like the train of thought when it starts uh, the train goes down that track seize the destruction that would happen in my life. And so cause, because I have like this um, spiritual bank account on the inside of me where God continues to do things. He healed me from Crohn's disease. That goes in my spiritual bank account. Yeah, And um the countless other things that God has just shown himself real in my life and given me a genuine purpose to live, it feeds this spiritual bank account. And for me to leave God would be to cash in all that. For like one night of pleasure. Why would I do that? Because I'm wealthy when it comes to spiritual, like my spiritual bank account. He's just proven himself over and over mm-hmm. and over and over. And we do, we get into it. Like just, I don't, I can't think of what the last thing that God and I were really like on a, um you know, tussle over, if you will. <laughs> but um, I I just believe that if I continue to believe, if if, if I continue following him, then everything's going to be all right. Not might not look the way that I want it to, but uh, he is faithful. God is faithful, and um, and he's amazing. And he loves us. Yeah, I wish more people would stand, take a stand, that, in, a, in a loving way, for and, and just to be a good representative of what Jesus has done for us. Mm. And that is, you know, we're again, we're not perfect. We don't we don't pretend to be. We just know that God has got. You know, we just we're just going to keep on growing. And do we're taking steps. It's that step of faith. And, you know, we're going to go out and climb a mountain. And if if we have to turn around, then we will. We'll come back another day.
0: So is your service like less rigid as far as like, like you don't have to wear a suit or? So,
2: so yeah. So not the, the, you know, it's casual. Mm hmm.
0: Because yeah, I think that would probably bring a lot more people in if it doesn't feel like you have to be like where your Sunday's best, you know, to go every single time. or
2: Like, really, our favorite church is a place called Freedom Church. It's like freedomchurch.co. That's how you can find it. They're amazing, they meet on Saturday nights. Mm. Worship is off, I mean, it's amazing. And that's, that's been the church we've, we've loved, but it's up the past. And so we kind of are visiting some places now. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: well, like uh, you're in town, we have Life Church. That's probably, mm-hmm. it's just oh, like yeah, the yeah. one you're talking about. Yeah. Like Craig, you, that's Craig Rosell's church. Oh, yeah. You just, you know, you mm-hmm. sh- if you have shorts on, you show up like that, that's fine. No one's going to judge you about wearing, you know, you like Tony yep. said, you don't have to wear your Sunday's best.
2: He has a leadership podcast that I can't recommend enough.
1: Well, who's okay. Craig Rosell? And that's one of his uh, mm-hmm. conversations. Oh, mm-hmm. okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. It comes out the first Thursday, I think, every month. And he's always got content in it.
0: I would imagine if you are following some type of higher power, it's going to keep you some type of structure. Like, it's going to keep you possibly from doing something that might be detrimental to you. (laughs) Because I know, like, I grew up Joe's Witness. Mm -hmm. And so, like, we, everything was, like, super strict. And, like, I know that I kept out of trouble, one, because I was scared of my dad. But also because of, like, you know, you're just taught, like, these are the do's and don'ts of our religion. Illegalism. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's always bad. Like you have like rules.
4: People thrive off of structure, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. but it's like, what, what is the point of the structure? Where is that coming from? Is it just because someone said it or is it because that's what God is saying for you to do? Yeah. Because ultimately when you peel it all back, it's relationship with him. Or, yeah. You it know, is. it's not about what you're wearing, what how you act, how you raise your hand here, how you talk or whatever. It's just about relationship. That's all he wants with you. Mm-hmm. You know, and people have made it this, you know, agenda, you know, if you will.
0: Well, I think it's just like anything. When man gets involved, sometimes it gets money. So that's like what people with this AI and this chat GPT, the people are so afraid about the terminator is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And everything. But you're concerned about what a man can do, not what the actual tool is doing. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you, there's always going to be good and bad people. And unfortunately, sometimes those bad people get infiltrated into certain mm-hmm. things. And just like with a religion, there's certain bad people that get in there, but not every single religion is bad. It's yeah. just those small minority of people that are the, the fallible ones that are just doing some
2: hey, we're messed all, up stuff. We're, all, we're, we're we can all mess it up. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think that's where uh, Jesus always, he just has. Is mercy and grace for us. Mm. Like I said earlier, it's one of the verses in, uh, uh, it's his kindness that leads us to repentance. And it's always about this relationship that's what God wants more than anything. He wants a relationship with us over a religion, even over the rules. He wants a relationship with us. That's why he sent Jesus to die for us. That's that that's an actual thing that happened. It's not something that's just in a fairy tale book. You know, the word is real and.
0: Now, do you study any other religions or just mainly just Christianity? I
2: read, I, I'm all out Christian. Mm-hmm. And I'll read the word over and over again because there's just every time I, I, again, when I get to the end of the book in Revelation, I'm like, well, let's start back over because God speaks to me something different all the time. And I've got a 40 minute drive right now. So I just listen to the word. I gave you all the new uh, living Translation. It's, there's a bunch of different translations out there. they, Pretty much say the same thing, but some of them are easier in our vernacular to read. Mm. You know,
4: so I so is this like like... is this
1: like a Bible for dummies or something? Like you know,
4: (laughs) we'll we'll show you where to start because most people will think Bible. Let's open it up cover to cover. Mm -hmm. It's not how you want to read this one because you want to learn about Jesus. And this is what I want to say about what you were saying is that higher power, this or Mm -hmm. religion or whatever, all of those things are lacking. If they don't have Jesus, mm-hmm. yeah. because that is the only thing that is what's going to make the ch- the difference. Mm. That is the heartbeat of what you believe, and all the other religions miss that. You mm-hmm. can sit here and say God, but there's a God in this religion. There's a God in this religion. Jesus is what is the yeah the shift in Christianity, and where you boil us. it back, yeah,
2: he died for us. So. He laid, his life, he laid his life down. Yeah. yeah. So
4: I, I think a lot of people get super confused when they pick up a Bible because they're going to start from the cover. And then it's all the do's, the don'ts. and that Especially was the, in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> <And> that, <laughs> that was the law to prove that you needed a Savior. Mm-hmm. And so you read all that and you're like, well, I, I want nothing to do with this. Mm-hmm. And the whole point of that was to showcase that you can't do this life by the do's, the don'ts, the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. You're going to fail. Mm-hmm. All the time. And so starting in the New Testament and where it shares and showcases who Jesus is, is how and the fulfillment of those books. Because you were never meant to follow the law. You're you always going to break it. Mm-hmm. And so that's when. Some ch- of us are better. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's like <laughs> the church takes some some of the churches take that and religion and all the things and the do's and the don'ts. And when you peel all that back, it's just about Jesus. Mm -hmm. It's about relationship. So when you start start in the New Testament with reading, if you pick up a Bible today, like, and just learn about Jesus,
2: we don't have an agenda to like get anybody to go to church Mm -hmm. or believe like we do, or any of that. That's not the. It's Jesus has transformed our lives so much that we have to tell you about it Mm -hmm. because we're we're gonna leave, you know. And if you are listening. You know, this might be the day of your salvation. And it's not, and it's not about us trying to get you to do anything other than just receive him because he loves you. There's so much more. The venture is is more than mountains. It's more than doing the trail. It's more than, it's that he created us all for these unique purposes. And the more you spend time with him, it's like looking in a mirror and he reveals who your true identity is. And that's, you know, that's why leaving him is never an option. Before I didn't have like the gospel like I have it now, the the, the understanding, the relationship that I do with him.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But it doesn't matter what happens.
0: Yeah. So when you were out doing your, you know, your sabbatical or whatever, yeah. your, your break, <laughs> from, from God, like, were you still feeling in your head that you were doing something wrong? Was oh yeah. Like a I constant. I'll even battle? say it.
2: I was like, you know, this is not how I'm going to continue living my life because all the songs that I wrote. Have Jesus overtones and they have something about God, but everything was mixed with, I don't know, just that God's angry and all that kind of stuff was kind of in shame and stuff. So I didn't know how to go back to the Lord because I just was such a failure. But that's not how God sees us. He doesn't see us that way. We're His uniquely designed creations and, and He wants to have a relationship with us. So yeah, there was, I felt shame and, but you can sear your conscience too. And that's, that means like you can do, a terrible activity over and over again until it becomes like your new norm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But I, I still even believe, even with, you won't feel as bad about it. It'll be, it'll be numb to you, but somewhere, you know, it's like, this ain't right. Yeah. I don't know about that. you saying seen that uh, Alexa for old people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting though. Cause I would imagine, like, if you, you grew up a certain way for so long, it's hard to just shake something Mm -hmm. just because it's something new that you're trying out. Like, I met a guy, he used to be a witness and now he's gone completely opposite. This guy's Mm -hmm. like into like swinging and all kinds of stuff. (laughs) But like, now he's like, he still kind of questions his, Mm -hmm. what he's doing now because he was ingrained with something for so long Mm -hmm. that what he's doing now is not anywhere near what he should be doing Mm -hmm. if he's still, you know, still a witness. So, so, yeah, can, it's, it's hard to shake, like, uh, habits or just thoughts or just something that's just been whipped into you for so mm-hmm. long.
2: Everybody has a conscience. Yeah. And you can sear the feelings away by repeating the action over and over again. But there's still, I mean, even through all of this stuff, it's like, this isn't right. Mm-hmm. Uh, relationships with girls and stuff like that, I just knew. Like, this is not how it's supposed to be. and um, But you can just ignore it. Hit the mute button. But it's
1: still there. It's still playing. Is your friend try- thinking about going back to the witnessing? Mm-mm. Or is that what I've already said? Witness? Become a witness again?
0: No, he's angry. Well, he's yeah. not even my friend. I just met this guy. Oh. But he uh, he was very angry when I talked to him that day. Yeah. Usually. About the situation? Or like just being angry? Just about the witnessing. Oh, okay.
4: Yeah, I feel like usually with those kind of cases, something has happened. Yeah. You know, to where... They made that choice to like, whoa, I'm done here. And there's something that happened in whether there was an expectation with that, you know, place, the Jehovah's Witness place or Mm. whatever. And it failed them similar to him, Mm. you know, like when that church split, it failed him. And Mm. it was just like, this is, was his identity at that time.
2: And the church was God instead of God being God.
4: Right. And so that's where there's those trauma things that people don't get over or hold on to anger and then they just stay on that road you know for you know a long time you know
0: yeah because the guy was like he's like man they've killed so many babies I'm like what are you talking about and like, <laughs> Then I, I thought about what he said like he broke it I mean because you know it's been so long since I've been but then I was mm-hmm. like oh wait you can't do blood transfusions so like say if I was or my sisters would have had something we need a blood transfusion it's in the Bible you're not supposed to do that and so that would have, my mom would have made the choice not to give us the blood transfusion. So mm-hmm. if that would have been the case, I wouldn't be here right now or, mm-hmm. you know, the guy that I'm talking about. So that's mm-hmm. why he was kind of angry about some of the other stuff. And, but yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, it's, it's, it's a slippery slope with that, some mm-hmm. of these, these things.
2: But I keep reading the Bible because it's a mirror for what God's purpose for me is. And I can see, and I ask, like, I have so many questions for God every time I read through the Bible. I say, what is this? Why? 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 <laughs> Why is this in here? What is going on? And um, sometimes I feel like I get an answer, and sometimes I don't, and that's okay. But I I, I feel like I have a whole list for God when I get to heaven, and and uh,
1: <laughs> you're gonna have
0: get some answers that you've been yeah, wanting. Uh huh. Yeah. What do you do if you have friends that? Say there's something, but then you see they're not living their life. Do you cut them out of your life as far as like a religious way?
2: That's a great question. We, we have uh, definitely some friends. And we do. This is kind of the thing. We present how we feel about the situation specifically to, you know, your buddy. And it's like this is what, you know, especially like. We don't do stuff on Facebook. You're never going to catch me in an argument on Facebook. I I find that to be just very pointless. Now, other people, they take up the champion. They champion the cause, and I'm never going to do that. My thing is, like, if it comes to something like that, I'm going to try to either—we're going to be on a phone call because, for me, it's just like how Jesus loved me Uh, out of all my stuff is through relationship because I I do—I love—again, I love everybody. I want the best for everybody. And we were, you know, hanging out with one of our friends and continually showing, like— what a better lifestyle would be. And, um, but you know, she kind of built on us. Mm. Like, you know, just when it comes to relationships, it's like, just you need to give, if you've not been in a good relationship in a while, when you start a new relationship, you need to go as slow as you possibly can. It's so important because you don't know you're, you're you know, like we, like I said, we were doing a, um, a high, what I say? Um, we were doing an interview. And when you're oh, dating yeah. somebody, you're in an interview because you don't know what they're made of. You don't know what their character is like. You don't know, and giving yourself away the first night, you've lost so much because now you're hooked in a way. You're tied. You're tied mm-hmm. to tied to them, and and so.
0: You believe like you're transferring energy.
4: No, <laughs> I mean I think it's just in you're emotionally connected, and usually that's really hard to let go. You know? Well, that's like
0: an energy, though. Mm-hmm. We're yeah, transferring well, I mean, I guess energy. if
4: you want to word it like that, but it's ultimately. Because I you think to, a
0: lot of people that just randomly hook up with people, and they're yeah. kind of soulless.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Because you keep giving yourself away.
0: Yeah.
4: Well, seared conscience—that's mm-hmm. what you were saying. You know, if that's been your habit, you know, you you may not want to be doing that, but you're in this trend Cycle of doing thing. that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I was listening to this podcast the other day, this other day, and this girl, she was doing porn. And she wants to get out of porn now. And she was saying that she can't even just have regular sex with people because it's been pretty much tampered because mm-hmm. she did it for a living. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like it something that's kind of sacred to most people is right. just cheapened.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that breaks my heart for her.
2: God can restore that, though. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things, you know. You know, We waited to have sex before our marriage. Mm-hmm. After our marriage. That's it.
1: Well, <laughs> I knew it. Oh, I I oh, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, we did it. You meant to say it. edit 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 edit. You meant to say they waited till after they got married. We had sex. We had
2: sex for the first time on our honeymoon.
4: Mm-hmm. And I think that that's super rare, but um, even with Christians, yeah, it's God honoring, mm-hmm. and ultimately, we didn't want to open that that part to our we were relationship. Ready to. Yeah, we were ready to. But.
1: <laughs> Fucking horn dog. <laughs> <laughs>
4: But I think people, you know, jump into things and there are things outlined in the word about relationships and stuff like that. But in in answer to your question of do you just say goodbye to certain people that don't live up to things? There's different standards here. So someone who I would say is professing to be a believer, I would hold to a different standard as someone who maybe isn't.
2: 100%.
4: You know, and so there's things with that. Um Challenging that person on, hey, do you see this as sin, you know, and see where they go with it. But ultimately, still be there for your friends, but call yeah. them out on the the lifestyle. There's a you know? different
2: level of how your relationship is with somebody. If you have, like, 5% invested, then mm-hmm. there's going to be a 5%, mm-hmm. you know. But if we're, like, fully invested and we've been, you know, discipling mentoring whatever you want to call it and then but there's not there's not like a we're just cutting you off and we're because i don't god doesn't do that to us Mm -hmm. god doesn't cut us off he is always till till we take our last breath after us all the time and so that's our 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 take is like i don't care what's going on in your life whatever anything under the sun and it's like we're gonna love you and as long as you're responding back because then you get to a point but some people, and they just don't want to talk to you anymore because they want to do their thing. And they want to, you know, they'll be back. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, <laughs> be like, oh,
2: and we got hands open. Even, mm-hmm. even throwing messages out too is, is something that we do. It's like, hey, just want to let you know, love you, and thinking about you. Because you know,
4: you don't want that door completely closed. No. You want them to feel safe, but at the same point in time, if the, if I had blinders on and was doing something that wasn't the greatest, I'd tell you about it. Some, I'd want someone to tell me about it I'd want to be challenged you know yeah I mean I am a challenger but um, <laughs> I i I definitely would not want to leave someone in that place and not have we've been there tried to so in their life
2: we've been there we've been mm-hmm. in that place of like with the blonders up and just
4: why wouldn't somebody just be real with me you know <laughs> I think a lot of people just want real you know it may hurt and they may not like you right away but you know,
0: I personally think you should always correct somebody if you see they're going down the path bad, mm-hmm. good or bad, like or not good, but bad. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, why would you want to let your friend go down destruction? Mm-hmm.
3: Absolutely. I don't
0: think you're a real friend if you just let people just do something that's not good for them. Like, that's just somebody that's an enabler. Mm-hmm. But some people look at it as bullying, mm-hmm. like when you're telling somebody, hey, you need to be doing this. Oh, no, because a lot of people don't like to rock the boat. They don't want to be the person that says, hey, you're not living up to your best potential. Or sometimes people are selfish because they want to keep you down on their level. Mm. They don't want you to elevate yourself. And I think that's even worse. Like, I think you should definitely get away from those type of people.
4: Mm. Relationships are tricky, whether this kind of relationship, marriage or friendships. Yeah, You know, it's a lot of work
2: for me. I think it comes down to. Is is is, the, is my friend being teachable? Mm-hmm. Do they have like a teachable their heart?
1: heart? Oh yeah. Because if they're uh,
4: not.
2: They're just like you know, you can tell somebody's using you. Versus in, I just have so many faces that kind of mm-hmm. go by. But like teachable heart, we have extra grace for that.
3: Mm.
2: And I'm not saying that we we are like, we don't have like thousands of people that we mentor, but um, we do love like just because God's done so much in our lives. And restored so much. I mean, we're just like all the time. We just love being around each other all the time. Mm-hmm. I was in Chicago last week on a conference, and it was—I was super busy. But I made every time I got out of the, the session or something like that, I was calling her. And um, it
4: was our first time like really being apart yeah. for a while, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh.
2: She was bored. This- I was busy. Like I was pushing out there. He's
4: like, <laughs> I miss you Running
2: run a boot like it's I'm
4: like, really not this needy, but so I don't like you needy, being gone. you so <laughs> Like, uh, when, can <laughs> you come home like a day early? <laughs> like, <laughs> You've been gone too long.
2: <laughs> Man, it is, it's, it's something though. Like, just it's an honor. I, I just hope anybody that's listening, you know, I just speak life and peace to you. And there's just, um, there's just a better way, and that, that there's not an agenda other than. I want the best for you, Raul, Tony. I want the best for you. Anybody's listening. I want the best Mm
3: -hmm.
2: in this life for you, and it's available. So it's good.
0: What steps can somebody take to become a better version of themselves starting today?
2: Well, we can pray, and I can just lead people in the prayer of uh, to receive Jesus because it it starts there. It really that's the that's what kicks everything off because that's when you understand that He created you to do great things, it changes everything. Jesus changes everything. And um, it really goes, I mean, after that that C, that step of, you know, receiving Jesus and, for, and his forgiveness, then everything changes. Um, if today is not the day that you want to receive Jesus, that's fine too. Um, but like we were talking about giving, do something for somebody else without them knowing about it. Because, you. I mean, look, Think about this, like Facebook and social media is just like, so people do things for their own glory. They'll do these great things, they'll do these benefits or whatever, but it's all about them. Look what I have done. Mm. But when you do something for somebody without ever taking the credit, that's that's where the, that's the sweet spot. And you can do that like today and tomorrow. Do a 30-day challenge. Every single day for, you know for 30 days, I'm going to go do something for somebody without them knowing. It doesn't have to be financial. Mm-hmm. Oh, one in the last phase of 75 hard, you have to go talk to a stranger every day. And I'm,
4: it was so ex- awkward. I'm I would ex- like hide behind trees. And, <laughs> and, okay. You go do that. <laughs> <laughs> Not it. I'm like a
2: thousand percent extrovert. I love being around people and everything, but it was difficult. <laughs> like if, cause I, I've led teams to Mardi Gras. We go just love on people and witness and do evangelism on the streets during Mardi Gras during, and, uh, but like to not have an agenda to talk to somebody like there's nothing like I don't have uh, anything at all.
3: Yeah.
2: I just have to interrupt your day and have a conversation with you. That freaked me out. The first because every day, so if you fail any one of the points on seventy five hard, it's over.
1: Yeah, you have to start from zero again or day one. Yeah,
2: well, seventy five hard. You do the first 75, and then that's locked in. But then you do the phases, and you can restart phases, oh, except for okay. the last phase, which is 30 days before you start the initial 75 in the year. Mm. So if you fail in the last phase, you fail the whole year. And so that's when you have to go talk to a stranger every day. And the first guy was at the supermarket, and I was just like,
3: Hi. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Will you be my friend? I don't
2: need to psych myself up for anything, but like that dude had to think I was like just crazy. I don't remember his name. I was so freaked out. I was like, "Hey, hey, you!" Uh, I, I'm cl- oh man. Um, okay. Well, have a great day, buddy. Whatever that was.
0: Did it get easier?
2: It did, because then I knew it. I knew what the mission was,
3: mm-hmm. was and Got you.
2: and then started having fun with it. I like, who can, uh, cause you, you, okay. So you have to talk to a stranger in the last phase and you have the random act of kindness. So every day you're doing something like that, you know,
0: can you just like compliment somebody and count that as, as
2: a random act of con- kindness, or
0: as the, um, door holding. No, no, no. What was the thing? Talk to you a stranger. Talk to a stranger.
2: Y- the, you need to have like, you can't just Interaction. Be like, hey. Yeah,
0: you can't be like, Hey, how are you doing? So it can be like, Hey, that's a nice hat. And then conversation hey, what's your from name? there. Yeah. Hey, what's your name? I like your hat. Where did you get that from?
2: Yeah. I'm doing this challenge called, that's when I started going. I'm doing this challenge called 75 Hard. You ever heard of it? And they're like, no. Or, yeah, you're doing it. I met one person, she was on day 30. Mm. And I was like, well, I'm doing the last phase right now. She goes, no way. Because she had whatever, um, uh, I forget the guy's name. <laughs> I need food. Nap. Oh, you're talking about the, uh, the creator? Yeah.
0: Andy Frasilla? Uh, yeah. Andy Frasilla. Yeah. Yeah.
2: She had some of his uh, first form, oh, it's his yeah. product. So, and like as I was talking to her, I started seeing she had a first form hat, had a shirt, and it was like I was like, "You're it." She goes, "Yeah, I'm trying to be a rep here, but, but yeah, telling people about the challenge, and then just hey, you know, I'm just walking around, just like, is there anything I can can I pray for you or just hey, what's up or whatever." And um, there were some good conversations, and then other like you go up. This one dude was walking his dog, and he didn't want anything to do with me. I was like, "Hey," and he was just like.
0: <laughs>
3: so awkward. <laughs> awkward.
0: Yeah, well, I think people are probably like, what does this person want from me? Right. Because that's when most people go to negative, Yeah. you know, unfortunately.
2: Yeah. But once I got going with, like, some of the conversations, like, this is really cool. Thank you for stopping my yeah. day. And uh, because I think, again, back to this giving thing, you can go, you can interrupt somebody's day and just, you can just say, hey, I hope you're having an awesome day. If not, just have an awesome day.
0: And I wonder if that will springboard them to do something mm-hmm. for somebody else. It'll
2: pay pay it forward.
1: Yeah,
0: hopefully mm-hmm. it does. Yeah.
2: You just don't know what's going on mm-hmm. with people. That's I mean, it, I just love people. I love hearing people's stories. Like you know, again, it's an honor to be here. Yeah. with you guys and like everybody's just on their own journey, and we have so much to learn from from each other. You know, there's a verse that says iron sharpens iron, and
4: you keep looking at me. Um, <laughs>
2: what do you want from me? You're nice to look at.
0: Do you believe in the whole thing that like you're just some of the five people you hang out with?
2: I think that that's pretty strong. You you will you'll grow, um, definitely. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because I think if you're around like-minded people, you're going to want to not be the last one, right? Because I think I think everybody wants to you know level each other up.
2: Mm-hmm. You don't want to be on the B string yeah. with a bunch of A-listers.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: But you can start out that way.
0: If you want to do the work. Yeah. That's the thing.
2: How do you do it? Like, I, I flipped seven houses in uh, in Colorado. And it's like, you don't know what you don't know until you start down the path. And then and then we've got this great thing called YouTube. So all the renos, pretty much, I paid for people to do it. Now we do. She has more ideas. This house we we bought when we got married was the first house in Colorado when I walked in it. Everything was done. It was move-in ready, like, nice vinyl
4: Yeah, plank. but you're talking about, like, the actual structural stuff. I like doing decor and, like, finishes oh, and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah. there's always room for that, mm. even if the floors are good and the walls are good and the structure
1: is good. Could be better.
4: You can always paint. And put up shit you flat. can paint. I'll do all the hard
2: work. I hate painting. I hate painting.
1: <laughs> Sir Flack? Yeah, yeah, you know, she watches HGTV. Yeah. Yeah. Gun- uh, Joanna Gaines. Joanna up. You, know, huh? you see sure. the
2: wall that I put up? The board and batten up the sto- stair- staircase? Oh, yes, I did. That was bad.
4: Nice. <laughs> he didn't think he could do it, see? I've
2: mm-hmm. never cussed so much in my life. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Gosh darn it. <laughs> <laughs> this freaking nail. Yeah,
2: I, was, I made sure Taj wasn't around.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> Is that something you work on, too? What's that? Language.
2: I cuss all the time. I really do. But I do try to know my audience. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be walking around at the ministry cuss and stuff like that. But if we're playing golf.
4: Or building. Or building. (laughs) Or yard work. Or yard work. Anything
1: but the ministry.
4: (laughs) For Clay, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I more so just laugh at it when I hear Mm -hmm. it. I'm like, oh. what? That was one of my questions
2: on the oh, the, yeah. the list, uh, the list of uh, the things I will never fight about again. List is like, do you and What's your favorite cuss word? <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's true, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm I'm good with that. But you were testing me, <laughs> yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, I know, girl. I hung up. She does not curse, and it's just unless she was drinking, and mm. then she would curse. But it's just like. It's funny to hear some people that when you know they don't say anything like that ever. Because I remember telling, one time I cursed at work and this guy's like, we can do that. And I was like, let's not. I'm like, why, why not?
4: <laughs> You're like,
3: I'm not fired
4: yet.
0: Yeah. So. <laughs> I heard my
1: manager cuss the first time the other day. And I'm always, 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 always swearing in front of him, you know, like in, in the other reps that we, when we have the team meetings and stuff. He's like, I'm so fucking tired of this shit. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, bring it down. I was like, gosh. why are we, why are we cussing, man? And he's like, i, I, I was just frustrated. No. I'm like, I can tell. I've never heard you cuss. I've been your employee for like three years now.
2: Yeah, your phone starts ringing. It's like, hello, HR. Oh, it's for me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so funny, yeah.
0: Well, we don't want to tie you up any longer because I know y'all want to eat. Uh, ask your question. Oh yeah,
1: so I got two questions I like to ask. Okay, and I want if both of y'all want to answer, please. Mm-hmm. Um, one is: Are you guys currently happy? And what is your definition of happiness? And my other question is: um, That's three. No no no, 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 no. Whatever. Okay, wait. One, A, B. Two. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We'll let it slide. All right. Uh, if you could go back in a moment in time, what would you, which what would it be? What Ooh. time? It sounds uh, like
2: that book we've been doing. Yes. We, like a moment. we invest in each other all the time. Yeah. Like we are constantly, um, even for our, like our marriage premarital counseling, we read for uh, him only and for her only, for Is
4: women it? only and for men only, and it's a husband and wife that did uh, asked a ton of like polled men and asked questions. And then you read the opposite gender of the book, but we b- read both. It is like the best relationship books ever because you s- for men only and for women only Shanti and something fell to, hand. Mm-hmm. Fell to hand. Anyways, that it was like the most challenging thing because you're sitting there reading and you're like, yes, that is so how I wish he could understand me. And he would be saying the same things because yeah. men and women don't get each other. You but know? that helped. That book does. It, it just breaks down. Totally like- helped. But anyways, these are kind of like the questions that we always ask each other. Once you're married, you still date. Yeah. Always pursue the person that you say yes to because it's work. Relationships mm-hmm. are work. Oh, yeah. So we ask piece these. You're a piece of work. <laughs> we always ask these kind of questions. Um, do books mm-hmm. that spur conversations mm-hmm. because.
2: Yeah. So the answer is, yes, we are happy. We are very happy being married mm-hmm. and just kind of happy in life, too, as, um you know, the son uh, I call it coming out of the winter season into spring, and so we're in full full bloom spring, just in life with everything that's been a winter season. Um, but yeah, we constantly invest in each other. Um, when we got mar- after we got married, just, did you get the cards, or did somebody give those to us? What cards? The little red box. Oh, I bought them. Okay, so like it's, it's a, this deck of cards that you uh, it prompts questions and dialogue. So you re- like every night we do like five questions. And then just, it just, you know, what was your favorite childhood memory? Or there were different, you know. Mm-hmm.
4: Like getting to know, but we just yeah. did it after marriage. Yeah.
2: And uh, we still do that. I brought that book with us.
4: Did you? Mm-hmm. Good job.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, we're definitely happy.
0: Do you think a lot of people... Try to show somebody who they are not in the very beginning. Oh, 100%. And then
4: oh, yeah. That's why like we were six like. Six
0: months in, you're like, oh, this is not who I thought Oh, I yeah, was that was
4: his biggest fear with me is he goes, I'm so worried that you're going to change after marriage.
0: Mm.
2: I had a very similar situation.
4: Mm-hmm. And I'm just real. I'm a very real, straightforward person. And so that's what I mean. I don't want to be emotionally tied to somebody if it's not going to be real or yeah. it's not going to work out. I'm out. Peace out. Done. So... We just dove in the deep end as far as let's put this, this on the is table. Who I am, yeah, and
2: I was I was over the top clay, like over, I mean, I, I was mm-hmm. peddled to the middle,
4: and if people can't handle it, if yeah. you're trying to find your spouse and you are putting that front on because you don't feel like you can an- ask that question or you can't be that way around them, It'll haunt get you. out, yeah. if, if st- you can't be that real with someone right off the bat, there's a problem, uh-huh. you know, and if they don't like something that you say, It's probably better to find it now than later, Mm -hmm. you know, like just be your authentic self, you know, or
2: it'll haunt you if you're still Mm -hmm. with the person.
0: Yeah. Sometimes I wonder if some people are so afraid of being alone. They'll try to be something they're not. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then you end up being miserable or you make somebody else miserable.
2: Back to that identity thing. God's created us to be something uniquely designed us to Mm -hmm. be. And if you're. Muting yourself and like, even that's a way of searing your conscience is like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, this is what I want to be, but I can't because I don't have the freedom to be myself. Okay. Well, you know.
4: and I think when you're initially starting out a relationship too, you're in la la land. You know, there's a lot of We're excitement. Still well, we are, <laughs> but we made a point in the beginning weeks and months to constantly be around the people that mm. love us and know us so that my friends could see him. His friends could see me hmm. because if they saw something that's noteworthy that I'm not seeing, mm-hmm. again, tell me. Is outside this looking
3: yeah, in? Yeah, absolutely. And, and we're
4: vocal about it. Like, tell yeah. us if you, if you if you feel like we wanted that. Uh-huh. Yeah, we sought that out because we came from failed you know mm-hmm. marriages. We didn't want to go that route mm-hmm. again. You know, and putting in the work in the beginning stages was m- way more worth it than having to have heartache again, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? And so I would say to the first question, if we're happy, like I think it is such a, oh, how do I word this? (laughs) I think a lot of people seek happiness, but I think happiness is also a choice because life is hard. Mm -hmm. Marriage
2: is hard. Marriage is very hard. We have some knock down, drag out fights, but it's not about... Because I think the book helped a whole lot, too. It's really like when you get really pissed off or I get pissed off, mm-hmm. it's really like we've got to figure out what... Where's the breakdown? Where, 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 where are we not communicating with each other? Because mm-hmm. now we're just communicating over each other, not listening. Now, that doesn't happen in like a, a brief second when we figure this out. Sometimes it's, I'm going to sleep, and then we can talk about this tomorrow.
4: Right. But I think a lot of people strive for happiness. But Mm -hmm. like I said, it's a choice. But in life with him, it is just so easy. It is so easy. We did a good job interviewing each other. We did. I (laughs) nail interviews. (laughs) Y'all.
0: But don't you think Ah, you have to, like, it all starts internal first. Like, as far as, like, loving yourself before Mm -hmm. you can love anybody else. Sure. There's a lot of people that don't love themselves. I saw this thing one time. It's like, how can you love somebody if you can't even look in the mirror and say, I love you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's sad that some people can't even love themselves enough mm-hmm. but then like sometimes they'll get in a relationship with somebody else and then they'll bring their nonsense with mm-hmm. it and then that will cause the turmoil and problems in the divorce. Mm-hmm.
4: Well, and the thing is, is I knew I was 100% complete in myself and mm-hmm. who I am in my relationship with the Lord. He was never going to complete me. Mm-hmm. And never. so a lot of people even now. Yeah, a lot of people go into relationships going, "Oh, you're my other half." Mm-hmm. No, God completed you. You are 100% good. Mm -hmm. You know, and so I think relationships can be a needy thing, you know, and you're trying to have something fulfilled.
2: You were needy last week.
4: (sighs) I was because you were gone, but I can own that.
1: Yeah, (laughs) She's like, okay, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to take that one. I'm going to take that one.
4: Yeah. So I think you do have to do that work. You know, on your own and know who you are, be confident in who you are. And I think that that takes some time to learn that.
2: But, you know, like one of the features that you have, and I compliment you regularly on this, and and even now, it's like you're just not jealous. She asked me so many questions about my past. I'm like,
4: I ain't telling you nothing. But she prized, and then I've... I've, I'm oddly confident, though. And stuff like that doesn't rattle me. Mm -hmm. I want it for perspective to know you better, but not because you're going to shake anything about my foundation of right. who I am.
2: Because I was like, that's that's like ammunition for jealous girlfriends. I'm not doing that. I'm not telling you okay. anything about them passing. And then we just, I gave her like a test to see if she was going to be, used it as a weapon. And she, we just had pieces, you know, about our conversation. And you really are genuinely curious about me.
4: Mm-hmm. I wanted to know you. Yeah. Okay, first question of happiness. What was the B, C, X, Y, Z? (laughs) Uh,
1: I think you answered. I don't remember.
4: Wait. He doesn't even know his own questions. Oh,
1: second question. Second question. Uh, Go back in time. Yeah, if you could go back to a moment Uh, in time, what would the moment be?
4: On like a personal level, I really miss my grandparents. Mm. And I was super young when they passed, but I had a lot of great memories with them. I wish that, like, I could just relive those times again. But in, like, a bigger sense, I think it would be really cool to go back and just hang out with Jesus Mm. and see that time for my own eyes, you know? So twofold, I guess. Yeah.
2: Well, I know, like, this is whatever you just said just kind of triggered. Like, when I go to heaven, I want to go straight to the movie theater and watch the whole world from creation. I've never heard
4: anybody else say that, and I'm like, that is dope. Just, to, just sit just there see, with God eating some popcorn yeah. and being like, oh, what happened here? What were you thinking here? What were they thinking here?
2: And you get to see all that like, just on the big screen, just watching the world be created and what was going on with God at that time and then how life was – and then watch everything from the viewpoint of what God um, – uh, how that played itself out. Mm-hmm.
4: That'd be really cool.
2: And if – like your question has to do – if you go back in time in your own personal life to change something – I think around that time, with, I mean, I wouldn't change anything. Yeah, I wouldn't change anything. Because, like, I I feel like everything that has happened in my life has given me an opportunity to grow as a person and then whatever. So, okay.
0: It led you to here.
2: It led me to Mm -hmm. this table with you boys right now. That's right.
0: The big bubble. Uh
2: If you don't know, there's like a couple skulls in here. There's a grenade. There's a butt. There's, I'm not (laughs) (laughs) going (laughs) to, there's a bullet. And now there's two Bibles on your table.
1: That's right.
4: Yeah. Mixing it all up.
0: What's your advice for people, and what mark do you see yourself leaving on the world?
4: Wait, say that again.
0: What's your advice for people, and what mark do you see yourself leaving on the world?
4: Mm, that's deep. You
2: have the ability to be the best person you possibly can be. Uh, and it, it, this is all like the foundation of Jesus, but... Um, even, like, as you listen to this, your whole, the rest of your life can be different. And it does, it just starts with Jesus. I sound like a broken record with that, but it is. It starts with th- this, this man that died on the cross for our sins. And the action item is that I dare you to just ask God if he's real, to prove himself to be real to you, and then just be open for him to speak to you. Not in this one instant, but let him speak to you over course of time to prove himself to be real because he is and what i want to like what if i had like a legacy wall or something like that this is what i did and that's that um i just that's good
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what i mean it's deep like
2: i want to definitely choose my words and that people saw what i've been through and that there's hope
3: mm.
2: that there's hope for you today as you're hearing the sounds of my the sound of my voice that uh There's hope for you today that no matter what has happened in your life, the worst terrible things that could have ever happened to you, there's a way that God can restore that. and We're just a living example of what God's restoration looks like.
0: You?
4: Me? What was the first part again?
0: (laughs) What's your advice for people?
4: Don't beat yourself up so much. Um, I'm really good at that with myself, and I have to remind myself of that. Um I think people are very, very hard on themselves um so just take it easy, you know, like one step at a time, one day at a time, you know, um as far as like the mark that I loved hard, mm. um I was a good wife, a good mother, but ultimately, people would know that I may be tough and brash and say it like it is, but I loved hard, all for the. Right reasons, you know. Mm. Amen.
0: My last two questions are, what do you think happens when we die? And who would you like to give flowers or appreciation to?
4: Just in general? Mm -hmm. Give flowers to?
0: Yeah. You know, like generally we don't hear good stuff about us until like we're at a wedding or a birthday Mm. or a funeral Mm. or something like that. So who would just like just tell somebody something good?
2: Definitely. There is heaven and hell. I believe in that all the way. And uh, if you believe in Jesus, you go to heaven. That's, but you know, I think that being a Christian is not about dying and going to heaven. Being a Christian is having heaven be a part of your life right now. Mm. And that's available. You know, I, 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 it, it's, it's not about us dying and going to heaven. It's about having heaven here on earth right now. And, um, to send flowers, my parents, they have loved me through everything. Man, they have seen the good, the bad, and other with me and and have been really good and intentional about not spoiling too much and mm-hmm. and just being there like even in this last season' he's been my dad has been my person to like really get some honest feedback from and he tells me stuff I don't like, but that's just you know being a good father mm. and I hope to be able to to provide that to and then our future kids, too.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: That's
4: a good question. I like that. Mm-hmm. Good questions. You guys should make your own book. <laughs>
0: uh, we should have, have a, a podcast. Book. Well, yeah, I, podcast. I guess that'll work, too. <laughs> and what is your?
4: I would second um, his first portion. I mean, there is a heaven and hell, but that's not um, what your mind should, mindset should be set on. And it is not taught enough that... Heaven can be right here. Um, you have everything that Jesus had to live his life on earth. You have the ability to do the same, and heaven can be here at the same um, time. Um, for me, I feel like there's nothing. Oh gosh, see, I, this is why I can't be on these things. I get emotional, like <laughs> the drop of time. Um, toughest season of my life, um, my bosses, I work at an orthodontic office, and— They literally got me through that season, put me up in a home with my son and they've just been Mm -hmm. the best people, um, support. Um, so yeah, I, I don't think flowers is enough. Mm I literally, um, don't even know how I could ever repay them, but they're the best people.
0: They're amazing. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's awesome.
4: Yeah. Not enough people like them mm-hmm. in this world.
0: I've think I have one more thing because I want to hear your point of view, both of you. Mm-hmm. What do y'all think about the state of men and women today?
4: Oh, Boise. <laughs> well, we're going to be
2: here for another hour.
0: <laughs> no shit. <laughs> it's,
2: it's, it's as simple as there's, there's a man and then there's a woman. Is that what you mean?
0: No, no. <laughs> no, you're not talking about like transgender shit. Okay. Never no, stop. just, just okay. like as far as like how people are behaving. Like, do you think men are too weak? Do you think women are being too risque or, you know, that kind of thing?
2: People need to stand up in, in their true identity, and they're, they're not. Yeah. Across the board.
0: Ooh. Man. You're on
2: fire, baby. It, it You're is. on fire. People need to be who they are created to be. And when we are in functioning in our true identity, then that is the wildfire. Because people, everybody right now wants truth. Yeah. And the world is not a fan of truth. People don't like to be told no. And I think there's a, this is maturity. I think for everybody, when you grow up, one of those, um, telltale signs that you have grown up and matured is that you understand what no means. You can be 80 years old and still not know what no means. Mm. And you can see videos of people just like, you can't, if you tell them no, then they lose their mind. Yeah. Cause they don't have that understanding. I've I've had to deal with some people here recently where it's like the answer is no. It's not going to change. You can cry, whine, scream, whatever it is, but no is the answer. And the way you're acting is making the no become lowercase to uppercase, all caps no. And you're closing doors because you don't understand.
0: It's like they don't know boundaries. Yeah.
2: You know? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think the thing with men and women, I think that people need to realize they need each other. Mm-hmm. And there needs to stop being this pulling. Like, mm-hmm. I want power. I want power. It's just like, stop work together. I think we all work better together than mm-hmm. separately. Mm-hmm. I think we as people are better as a tribe,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and I think it's just kind of sad how a lot of people are like, "I need to be on top of this person" and vice mm-hmm. versa. And it's just like, stop, man.
2: Does it go back to truth, though? Like this truth
3: had a great point. <laughs> <laughs>
0: thoughts on men and women today
4: um i think we got a lot of cowards out there um a lot of people that don't know how to stand up for the right things and a lot of people that are standing up for all of the wrong things um i think the uh, the biggest thing that i can see um is how children are being raised Hmm. so i know that that comes from obviously you know the mom and the dad side of things and filtering on down um, where I work, it's very, um, the moms don't really need to work. Dad's kind of do it all. It's very, um, money, you know, they like yeah. got money there. And so the kids just don't have a work ethic. They don't think they need a job. Mm. And so it's a trickle down effect, mm. you know, men and women. And then all that it's, it's going to get messy. I think, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I, from a very young age was instilled with a very strong work ethic. and now yep. you just you can't hire anybody to James. keep a job. They just up and walk out. and that's hard not only for the employer, but like, we're gonna hit a wall here, you know, where people just don't think that they need to do anything. you know so it's definitely a trickle-down effect of you know
0: yeah I saw some the other day it's like so if somebody's always had an easy life. And then they run into some hardship. They don't know how to yeah. act. They're like, "What? Like I this is not given to me." Like, mm-hmm. and it's crazy to see an adult like that. But there's going to be a lot of adults like that, unfortunately. I believe.
4: Yeah, things are just handed.
0: To yeah, because I think it's you appreciate stuff more when you have to work for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even like we were talking about before is just like when you have to you hit a, a roadblock and you don't just stop there and you get over that hurdle. That makes you a better person mm-hmm. too. Builds that character. Yeah.
4: Right. Well, Good stuff. Yeah. I
0: appreciate you guys uh, doing this. For sure. It's very nice of you. And thank you for the gift.
1: Yeah. Oh, yes. That was really very nice of y'all. Thank you. And one more thing on what you were saying about the work ethic, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I train a lot of new, all, I train every new hire we get for at least a week, sometimes maybe two, you know, just mm-hmm. depends what they want them to do. And, dude, they just don't have it. Right. I mean, I've got, we've got some like, you know, big dudes that coming through here, like, you know, like muscular, you know, like they're young, you know, like 23, 24 years old or whatever. But like, I'm like, dude, like. What do you mean? You tired? It's fucking eleven o'clock. We got five more, like at least six more hours to <laughs> mm-hmm. go. Or it's
4: really sad. Five
1: more hours, man. Like we just started working like really hard like t- an hour ago.
4: <laughs> do you find like I've always said this because I used to have to hire. I used to work for Whole Foods for twelve years. Oh, and, cool. And I always told my managers because I would kind of just help hire, but I wasn't like the manager that made the decisions. But I said if they don't have common sense, you can't teach common sense
1: out the the people at REI I felt bad for this, this cashier lady because she could not figure out so the people in front of me were buying like a bunch of thermoses or something like that you know the big ones mm-hmm. and there were six more behind the counter that somebody else had put there for those people so they're buying 12 total she couldn't comprehend that another employee brought those there that she needs to ring those up also for these people because the people are like oh those are ours also We're like, no they're not they're already back here and she's like, like no, no, no. and the guy was like, the guy was, was her name
4: was, Logan I, the, guy was like,
1: the guy was like oh no like the other employee brought them back here for us so when we checked out we could just tell you oh hang on I gotta call a manager Dude. and she had to call a manager for real I was like what the fuck is going on like, legit
4: we have this inside joke now because we went We're to, to- Trading yeah, getting hiking stuff yeah. or whatever, and we walked up what with a bag with a return, and so he starts, and then we had stuff to buy, but he starts just returning it all, and we're like,
2: he called the manager over and said, like, "This stuff is going with us." Yes, this is a return from a different store.
4: Yeah, like no, this is not this. This is this. So I'm- now, whenever we run into somebody that struggles, we he had his name and it was Logan. We're like, "Is this a Logan? Is this Logan's sister? And is yes, this Logan's but- aunt?"
1: Oh, well, your
0: new name is Logan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but look, you know, you know how on the on the computer, it, when you pay cash, like you, they have like you what what a bill it was, you know? Uh-huh. They don't know how to give change if they don't have the option of a 20, a 10, 5, oh, yeah. 1 or 100 or whatever. The uh-huh. bill is that you mm-hmm. I would
4: on. be called over at Whole Foods because I'm they like, would put the wrong amount in and then did not know how to give the correct change and back. And
1: they give you too much change back. And you're like, "Thank you." I'm just like in my head I'm like I don't know what's going on. Like, should, should I? Should, wh- Maybe it's it's
0: it's uh, a pain that you're supposed to experience because you give it to everybody else.
4: Do you know how to give change? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: you know, he didn't know how to put his ten up. He had to call the neighbor. I mean, over.
1: I'm just asking. No, I knew how to put the ten up. I was so why figure, does that come I was, over? I was trying to figure out how to put it down because I didn't want to break the raw. And where's your punching bag? It hasn't been installed yet.
4: Well, and he doesn't know how to put a ten away. Either.
1: <laughs> I'm done with this podcast. Get out of my house. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
4: You're easy to make fun of. Sorry. No, I know. Trust me. <laughs> Trust
1: me. No, thank you for the gift for real. <laughs> you bet. And I'm so glad we were able to get this. We're yeah, knocked out and for you on. Was it as fun as you thought it was going to oh, be? Yeah. Okay, yeah. good, good, good. Because I was like, man, he's really excited. I hope it's going to be good, <laughs> man. I hope he's not going to be like, ah, oh, nah, 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 nah. Kind of, you know, like, but I'm yeah, glad man. you enjoyed yourselves. And thank you all so much for coming.
4: Yeah, you bet.
1: You guys enjoy the city.
4: We will. It's gonna be good. Yeah. I don't know what to expect. Love well, you guys. For the ride. Thank y'all for listening.
2: If you listen to the whole whole podcast, thank y'all.
0: Is there anything you want to like links or anything? Oh yeah, yeah like uh, the church. I mean the colleges if, and stuff.
2: If you uh, if you want prayer, you can reach out to me at Venture Clay on Instagram. If you try to find me on Facebook, I won't add you because I don't know you. I only add people I know. But Instagram is something, and if you. Heard something that we said, and you're like, "Hey, I really that re- that really just meant something to me." And you want to leave me a message and want me to pray with you or whatever? I'm I'm definitely available there. And uh, yeah, Freedom Church, Caris Bible College in Colorado, and Andrew Womack Ministries. Um, it's just been, yeah, those are game changer. Oh yeah, for sure.
1: Is there a, is there a donation website or anything like that for Caris College or any of that stuff? Yeah,
2: if you go to the website, there's a place so it's KarisCollege.com? Caris College dot yeah. org. I hmm.
1: mean, yep.
2: <laughs> what? Yeah, are, are we asking for my Venmo? <laughs> 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 we Lang,
0: we're, we're, going we're going to we're the city,
2: city <laughs> club. <laughs> Not anymore. I've seen enough over here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Can you uh, pray, Raul Out. <laughs> I'll be, Lord.
2: I pray for everybody. God, thank you. We just thank you so much for this time. And um, if it's, if you've never heard. Uh, the, the gospel of Jesus today. I just, right now, you can just pray this out loud and just say, uh, what I've heard today. I just believe you, Jesus, that you died on the cross for me. You forgave me of all my sins and I receive you and I make you say, uh, my savior and uh, Lord of my life right now in Jesus name. And I just thank you for uh, Tony and Raul. And I just speak blessing and favor to these guys. I just pray, God, that they um, they grow in everything that you've created them to be in this life, God. Even you, if you're listening right now, I just pray that God would just have a, have his way in your life. And uh, Jesus, we thank you for the restoration that you have uh, just done in Katie and myself. And you're just amazing, God. And we just thank you again for this podcast here. Uh, we love you, Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
0: Thank you. Thank you.